All right, then, y'all. I'm finna head out. What, you're, uh, you're leaving? Yeah, I'm about to leave right now. Yeah, before you go, bro, I, I really gotta talk to you about something. The f***ing cops found Mouse's body. I thought you told me that Lori killed Mouse, right? I never said that. Yes, you did. What are you talking about? Are you high? You know that Lori and those f***ing people, they scare me. Why are you trying to protect them? I'm not protecting anyone. What the f*** is this? <laughs> so you're working for Lori? Hey, no. So how about you just shut the f*** up? Okay, then why are you trying to cover up a murder that she committed? <laughs> All right, now. I think it's time for you to get out of here, big fella. Bro, we gotta figure out what the f*** we're gonna say. Okay? This is Wait, becoming ah. a f***ing issue. Wait, ah. Ah. no! Sometimes I feel I gotta. From these streets like a fiend for crack. You pulling me back. It's real, got a nigga going. Cause no matter the drama, the gossip, my heart is your hood. My dog is a rock with. We coming in hot with this one, man. Grams of snow. Uh, your favorite drug dealer podcast. You know, uh, what else are we six? Street crime, mafia. Yes, all those things. Teenage uh, drug use. And apparently rehabilitation. <laughs> Teenage rehabilitation. We, well, we're guessing, right? We don't know if there was rehabilitation well, involved. The voiceover said, I was clean the rest of the school year. Yes. Now I'm trying to figure if she a junior or senior. And they let us know that Fez and Lexi were talking for a couple months. So yeah. that covers all the missing time. That, uh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're that podcast. The people that break down television show. Television shows by Grams episode by episode and we have uh oh and this is and we're doing euphoria season two season finale episode eight yeah. right all right so that's where we're at with this got a special guest in the building it is, all right it's a pleasure a, a virginia legend pleasure. yes young jb you go by jb the pilot still? you know it's almost like um kind of movie critics fan as well oh, it's almost like you. dave right where he says you know i'm dave he's I'm, a little rap name little dicky but right I'm right dave. okay i'm jerome i'm Jer oh you're how's jerome it? how's everybody doing oh jerome in the house oh no all right don't <laughs> we talked about your your impersonations they on point okay they on point i know as a listener of the show jay Jer jerome you want me to say jerome it, I'm gonna say Jay. Many names. I, I'm gonna say Jay. Many aliens. As a, as a listener of the show, I just want you to be real and be honest. How are my impressions? Be five honest, he said. Five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's so much better than five what six ten. gives me credit for. No, five out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Would not recommend, but five out of ten. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna leave you with no stars. I appreciate like, that. The effort is there. I see the vision. You see the vision. I see. I see However, where you're going with what it. we hear, it's just the execution. The execution but, needs man, help. Keep at it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Don't but no, do that. I've been listen, here every week. Don't that's, do that. No, see, the thing is, that's real shit. When you say them Jones is straight trash, <laughs> see, that's zero are. out of 10. Nah, That's nah, not where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> they're five out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate I'm gonna that. I'm going to be a sidekick on my own show today. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do this. You wasn't supposed to do this. Um, <laughs> you know who this is, man. A Mike, the A1 Mike, because we have prioritized. Well, at Snowfall, I think we're giving you A as well. No. We give you A. Snowfall is right decided that I was the B Mike. <laughs> okay. Well, then you'll be the B Mike here too, then. No. A2. So uh, so this is the A1 Mike. Treasy. Your boy Treasy. <laughs> He's just a traditional sound. AKA Aubrey Graham. 
enough. Ooh, that was I was I was saving that one up. Nah, that was I was wheelchair Jimmy, please. Shout out to Leezy. Leezy gave gave me your name too. Oh, Jay, we gonna get Lizzie to it. Is on, shout out Leezy. Leezy on a roll, cuz. Um A2 Mike, my co-host. Six, aka Epiphany Boone. Enough. We're keeping it real t- okay. keeping it real relaxed. Okay. That I, that something that wasn't slight. my best effort. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't my best effort, but it gets Do the job. We have to give done. everything in stars ratings now since that's been is that like a precedent no, no. set now? We don't have to Am do I that. allowed to say anything about how good it is or not? I mean, you can. Enough. You can. You have rights. You have do rights I? in this pod. Do I? In this room in this mm. pod. It is all equal here. Wow. I we mean, record A2, this. A2. We record this. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. You have a lot of you you, if I was on that shit, you would have way less like latitude for opinions, right? But I'm not on that shit. I'm not on that shit. It, that's not how I roll. You see, that was kind of wasn't. I'm gonna start recording this podcast like for YouTube, and y'all be able to see the things I don't say. Yeah, the faces are crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're equally as important. On Mike three, co-host. Yeah. Co-co-host. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Associate co-host. Not the B mic. <laughs> look, look, not the B mic. <laughs> yeah. Just mic three. Mic three. I wasn't supposed to do this. Huh? I was not supposed to do this. Uh, I Go mean, ahead. never happened. Anything. I mean, that's this. It's the so, same caliber. One, two, three, A, B, C. But now it's two. I know. Go ahead. All right. The C mic. Just put my name on it. Right underneath. Just right there. There it is. We got JB, aka Brick Damone. Brick Damone. Shout was out to Lizzie. Is Vic Damone a child? On, I'm man. asking genuinely. I feel like Vic Damone was a Isn't wasn't isn't Vic Damone the character? I could be wrong. I'm I think I think Vic Damone was the character in, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. If I be, if I'm not mistaken. Only Vic Damone I know is from Monday Chris Talks. Tucker's right. It's Chris Tucker's Vic Damone. Oh, Vic Damone. And that was an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That's all right. We're gonna let it slide well, though. I like that. Brick the moan, baby. Now, what I'm confused is how how has six never turned into thirty six? How y'all never made that transition? Oh, hold on. That was gonna, that's hold supposed on. to be the one. Hold on. Writing it down. You like that, right? That's gonna I make know. it. I know. That's gonna make its way in the snowfall. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, Vic Damone was a singer. Oh, that's all right. Like, we'll we'll let it slide. Rue sung a little. Who I mean, was born in 1928? Okay, not a child. What I mean, he might have been fucking around <laughs> with Charlie Chaplin back then. You okay? I'm just, I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. He was born in 19. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a little old. My bad, Jay. Mm-hmm. I was coming. I was coming from the hip with. Listen, it. We'll, I'll take that as a consolation because what I'm here to do is represent a little bit of the toxic masculinity that the show is is sometimes. I I be feeling bad for you, man. Okay. Because I feel like. You be letting her have it sometime. You know, I, I listen and I'm like, right. okay, he's being respectful. Mm-hmm. He is really, you know, putting on and he's he's being himself for mm-hmm. sure. The transparency is there. Mm-hmm. I'm a but different we're just, man, we're, Yeah, we're just here to give him something a little bit different today. Okay, I'm here for the you toxic know. masculinity. <laughs> I'm here for that shit. <laughs> to represent so for the other side Y'all, I'm so of what's sorry. really going on. I appreciate that. In, in Euphoria High School. Okay. Well let's, well, let's get it cracking, man. First and foremost, this episode was trash. Twice. I'm just going to put that out there. I just want to yeah, throw the ball the in the baseline. middle of the court and let's yeah. just see. who. This was a waste. Okay. We all on the same page about that. Yes. Fam, how do you fuck up a great season? Well, first, well, I'm under the... So to me, it was a great season up until this point. Where do you stand with it, JB? This was not it. This was not it. It, it. wasn't it, Chief. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, 
this last episode, I think, is just the culmination of it not being it. I don't think that this mm. last episode did anything differently than the other seven did. I think this was it being put on Front Street like, nah, this is all we got. Like, this is it. Whoa. And this is what it's been. Because, again, nothing's been happening, right? Like, again, no. bells and whistles are great. A lot's been happening. But See, the problem well, is- Also, I'll... you think the story- not you think the story that you've attached to is Maddie, Cassie, and Nate's. Well, as the I just as identified the as the a the a yeah. plot the a storyline, right? But uh, okay, see see the problem to me is not that nothing happened, is that nothing like the shit that happened. It, it was either the resolutions were unrealistic yeah. or they weren't resolved. Period. Yeah, you know, ruin is drug dealer, ruin 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 the plug, fam. That that's got to be the number one most talked about. Question mark on Twitter in Twitter history, dude. It's ten bands. <laughs> mind you, mind you, it was ten bands that she said she needed back in a month. Thirty days. Yeah, dog. Come on, bro. We we <laughs> like we 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 like a cold four <laughs> months, five months. Oh we like half a whole year later. And Lori's not in. So it's like not even just that, right? Lori brought you to that house and injected morphine in you because it was time to go to Dubai. Yeah. Like it was time. Facts. It was time to go outside. It was time so to you just put snuck out. out. Yeah. So right. you have stolen her money twice. Right. Yeah. You just, now you just watching plays. You get, you you getting clean. I just. Watching plays. You got money for play tickets and not my 10 bands. Like I feel like Lori would be Stewie by now. Like, wow. And Lori she also here. said her, her full government name. When she was at her house. That's a yes. fact. Which means she's not clueless about who this woman is. At all. Or where she resides or where she goes to school. Ruth told her some of that other stuff. Right. Ruby Bennett. But like... she's, she's not confused. She's not. And I don't think she's playing either. They Clearly. haven't made her out to be somebody that's playing around. Right. So I'm missing where all of that energy mm -hmm. goes away long enough for us to have the last two episodes sitting in this auditorium. That's yeah. crazy. And then people try to say on Twitter that the resolution was Faye saying, oh, Lori killed her. I'm going to go bust down Lori's door. That's not... The, yeah. If that is the resolution, I want Sam Levinson's fate. Yeah. that that's If that was the resolution, that was... Because, again, there was at least... It seems like about two, at least two months in between mm -hmm. the time it was due. The, the Yeah, the time it was due... To where we're at now, we're talking about at least a two-month span, just right. based upon how much Lexi and Fez have been talking, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, that that ain't no resolution, fam. Like, that's a... Yeah, that that's a plot hole, my nigga. Like, that is a... It, it, shout, shout out to you. Shout out to you, Six. You were saying it shout last episode. To, to shout, what? Oh, okay. So, remember I said my friend, <laughs> I was talking to a person about it and who brought it to my attention? I definitely... Yeah. I told You've you. You've been in here regurgitating. Well, listen, First of all, it was one she episode and we board, had a conversation. Man, Are you a nerd? Of snow. Oh, you know, she just cut it. She cut the. She cut it. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to give people smoke. credit. I've been dealing with the wrong. You try to give people credit for a you conversation try. they had with yeah. you, and I said, "Hey, the person brought to my attention. You were wowed by the bells and whistles, and I admitted, hey, my first time thinking of this right. thing, right." Did I come here and say it was original idea? She, she tried to. She didn't cite her sources. She didn't cite the source. Yeah, she hit me with a prop. You hit me with a prop. It wasn't MLA for She hit me with a prop, Joe. You know. 
I got it though. I get it. So I, I'm talking to the plug now. Now I get it. I'm here. Wow. I'm here. I appreciate that. But no, okay. So y'all, y'all were a thousand percent right then. I'm sorry, Jay. You were a thousand percent right. Wow. And it was a, it was a, crazy. that was smart of you to bring that into the conversation. Six. His, his, she articulated his it well. Very um, well. If you guys want to, you know, revisit that. Um, greatly done. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here now. But you the source. So, okay. So yeah. Fucking plot hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you another plot hole. It just didn't seem as obvious. But did the news not travel? What happened to Fez and Ashtray? Did the news not travel? Does Lexi not know? Even if it didn't travel, she would have been going to his house afterwards to say, hey, man. Or calling him or something. Yeah. Right. She's going to be. Why don't you have my show? Worried, angry, something. She's pulling up on Fez. Period. A, a a child gets into a shootout with assault rifle and gets killed. That is definitely newsworthy. Oh, local cool. news that everybody knows. Fez Coben shot and Ashtray is dead. Yeah. How does Lexi? How is Lexi not acting like like? How is she okay talking to Rue, consoling Rue, and all this other shit? And that's the confusion of the show because I don't know which parts of that were for this play mm-hmm. when they happened. Because when her mom went to wake her up out of the bed, okay. my first thought was, "Oh, she's about to tell her." what happened to Fez, but no, it's a flashback. Like you don't know. And even the conversation where she's, where she's telling Rue in the play at the end, I miss you. They couldn't have had that conversation in time for the play. Right. Like the division between what is real versus flashback, what is current time. I took that to be just a creative, I give them space for creative expression. Right. Um, Just like at the, the last season finale with the, kind of turned it into a musical. Right. I give you the space to say, hey, that couldn't happen. Okay. Um. So in some of those where she's having the conversation with Lexi to say, I enjoyed watching your play. Mm-hmm. Yet when they go to the play, they're depicting them saying and I, having that conversation. Yeah. How can that be in your play? And she's saying, I liked watching your play that's last night is in wild. real life. That's wild. That's a plot hole. That's a plot higgity hole. And it's not even a low-key one. It's like, man, that's glaring. Right. Some of this stuff is so, like, just apparent that it's tough for me to, to, I won't even say enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but it makes me view it so differently. That's why I can say, like, hey, nothing is happening. Stuff is happening. Action is happening. These things are occurring. Right. But it's not being spoken for. It's not being accounted for. Like, why isn't there anything to say, yeah, that exists. That yeah. doesn't exist. This is what these characters are going through. And that's why I say, what was happening? Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, um, So you said this earlier in the season six. You mm-hmm. said that, like, from what you understood, there was like, um, you said there was like tension on the set with Sam Levinson and the, did you say and Barbie? Like, did, yeah. Did did you also say that they kind of like shift? They kind of like shifted. They did. They shifted a lot of the story. So apparently, Barbie Fiera had more story. Okay. But they had whatever they had, and it was like, well, you know what? Fine. No. Mm-hmm. So maybe this could be a result of that, trying to fill up holes. But at the same time, like, at what point do you do you cut it out? Like, stop. Like, yeah. you have a show to do, whether y'all get along or not. Mm-hmm. If this is why the integrity of this show suffer, I'm gonna be pissed. Because now both y'all are Madonnas that I don't want either one of you part of the show, and it's Sam Levin's show. Well, and well, that's what it, it kind of comes across emotional. 
because there's no logic to it, None. right? So that would be the opposite of the logic, right? Is the emotion. Absolutely. So these are some emotional, uh, first of all, they're not even that creative. Like if I could say in the sake of art, if it was for the sake of art, I, I could be like, no, I get it. It wasn't even that creative to like, to have that as a major misstep. So I'm putting it as like, this nigga was emotional. This this was emotional or this meant something more personal to him than we could ever understand. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Did you hear that it was, from what uh, the rumor that I saw just from reading on stuff is that he was trying to do, and we saw like shades of it in that one episode or one part of the episode with mm-hmm. those Toxic images coming. Yeah. yeah. Was it about like the body dysmorphia um, and her not wanting to do that trope of it was the opposite. Girl. It was um, the opposite. Yeah. So from my understanding, and again, I don't know if anyone really knows, but it was he wanted to treat it how he treats Jules being transgender. It exists, but why do we why are we making a big deal of it more than once? Like we talk about it, we address it, we move right. on. Yeah. From my understanding, what Barbie wanted was it to be at the forefront. She wanted to have these deep, powerful conversations mm-hmm. about being fat. And for him, it's like, but you are fat and people can see that. And you're part of and you're integrated in the show like it's happening. We're just going to have you navigate the world. We don't have to, which could be Spot a good or bad thing, yeah. depending, though, because yeah. we're always what well, one of the beef is now. You're not discussing anything, but he didn't want it. He was like, you're you are fat. Right. And you are in this circle and nothing's different. The same way Jules is transgender. We addressed it. We said it. We showed it. Right. <laughs> we move that's on. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because I saw, I guess, the opposite. But I'm thinking that the way that you're saying it. I guess gives a different perspective of why somebody would be like, "No, I'm I'm cool on it." Then, yeah, um, which is ra- that's right, rational, right? That's to me, that's it I makes mean, more sense it, that way. It makes more sense yeah. that way, and it, it fits in the way that he does the show. Like he addresses things, like things are happening, right? But it's one of the things I applaud about the show that they're not big deals. Yeah, like Jules being trans- transgender. Yeah, she is. Yeah, here we go. Okay, next. This is how she lives her life. Like right. But 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 <coughs> one thing that has to be a big deal is a linear storyline. Yes. <laughs> I mean, unless we talk about a like Westworld storyline, even or yo, are y'all watching Severance on Apple TV? I haven't started. It's it. on my list to start this weekend, actually. My nigga, that might be one of the illest shows. It's definitely one of the illest shows right now, fam. Like is a like the tone of it is crazy. It's very pensive, but like you don't quite understand why it just feels like something's gonna happen at any moment it's but better than their original the servant the servant i was uh, servant i got through like the first season okay. and i was kind of off it second season was terrible but okay yeah. yeah see i'm not the servant didn't do it for me okay good I, then, it, it was, this is different way right. different cool. way di- it's like I'm lying, yeah i know this ain't that but i please watch that okay. shit that shit is amazing i'm gonna make a oh. montage and just call it treasy recommends Right. I don't miss, though. (laughs) I don't miss. I'm just going to make a montage of all of the moments. That's 10 stars, right? My recommendations be 10 stars. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can go with that. There you go. I can go with that. Now, that's the part I take pride in. I've never said they were bad. I'm just saying it's very- I'm going to do a montage because there's at least three minutes of just just, crazy recommendations. Yeah. I appreciate that. I feel like they're important. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. A linear storyline, I think, would be like very appreciated as a viewer, just to understand like what, what- what it is you're actually trying to do because all right i appreciated the shit i do i did appreciate the moment with rue and lexi because i feel like rue needed we needed to understand 
we needed to understand Rue and Rue needed to understand Rue, mm-hmm. right? And and you know, we got we get a chance to see her be somewhat of like comfort for Lexi. So to me that's like that's some, that's like the that's the definition of planting a seed, right? It's like you plant a seed. Lexi planted a seed of like taking all of her experiences and making it into a play. And then the fruit that was birthed from that was like Rue getting clean within her, within, you know, getting um, answers within herself. And then she's able to nourish the person who planted the seed. So I look at that as a proper relationship and I appreciate it for that. But to use that as a mechanism for this wild ass time jump, I, I don't approve of that. But it, it's not a time jump, though. Like, I mean, I guess it's like a time bounce back and forth. Like, you don't know. Or is or did it happen? Or did Lexi just think that's what's going to happen and put it in the play? Right? Because if let's say it was in the play. Did Lexi just think, oh, Rue's going to love this and she's going to see herself in it and that's why I'm doing it? Or is it the creative thing mm. where we're jumping back and forth? Well, because it's in the play. I, I guess it could be either. In the, the play way. ends with... The resolution, at least the play has a resolution. Right. Is, the play was better than the fucking shit. Right. Is yeah. Rue and Lexi fixing their friendship is what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. Well, the writing is done as a mechanism, just like all this other stuff that is happening in this <coughs> in this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. He's using it as a vehicle to get done what he needs to get done. Yeah. And that's the part it. about it that makes it so cringe is that all of these things are happening, whether it's Lexi and them having that conversation, whether it's Fez um, and how that played out. That weak-ass smack. That, it, all of it. These are like these just writing and plot mechanisms and devices to say, all right, we need to get here. Right. Or I need this character gone. Um, yeah. And that's what's so cringe about it is that we really do need we need that Lexi and and Rue conversation, and we need those pieces, but we don't need them to be used like cheaply. Yeah. Like, don't use them as low hanging fruit just to pass us along. Right. Those are like the most meaningful pieces to me of the show, and it's the only reason I I think I look at the show and I'm disappointed is because I've come to expect those moments. Mm-hmm. And for them to be meaningful, mm. that's what got me on on season one. You know, there's there's a bunch of shows like I won't say like this because mm. obviously this is the only one like showing titties and and murders and drugs yeah. and stuff right, in right. this like capacity. But you have Teen like angst. thirteen. Yeah, uh, was it reasons? Thirteen reasons why you yeah, have. You know, even I was watching Bel Air immediately after I watched this. Okay, and. Of course, it's much more tailored down. It's on Peacock, right? <laughs> right, right. But the the concepts and the content similar, mm-hmm. um, just for what they're going through. But they do it in a way that says, "All right, we're we're tailoring that down." But this it's what these kids are going through currently. Right. But the way that they bring it as if it's deeper and it's supposed to have like, "Hey, there's some depth here. There's some nuance to this show." Mm. It's always tough for me this season because I've come to expect that they're really going to get into these issues and mm-hmm. they're really going to make me think about these things in a way that maybe I haven't before or mm-hmm. they're going to put them in front of me in a certain way. And I've just, how? So I, I guess I'm looking at this to ask you guys, like, if you didn't like the season finale but you liked the rest of the season, what was the disconnect for just this episode 
if you've liked this season. That's so, far. A, so that question probably applies to me because I actually like the season. I you I guess you're kind of lukewarm one and six. Yeah, okay. I, I think especially not having the complete context of season one. So like I don't have an attachment to the show. For Got it. it. Um, okay. So yeah, it wasn't horrible, but so so to me for me it's a couple of things um the resolutions it, it really that's where it lies because we're literally talking about you know the final episode it seems to quote unquote resolve everything mm-hmm. the resolutions just didn't match the it just the energy didn't match they bro. fell very flat you know what i'm saying would they say the handshake ain't matching the smiles that what jada said who said that who said that that was beings but that was beings yeah, okay yeah, there yeah, we go my bad so so you know okay why is this happening nate's whole the, his so, entire so what Na- we're, y'all know that we watch the show right why while we record on on silent right we're watching nathaniel nathaniel driving this truck loading a weapon and drinking a budweiser to go see his right. father to have this tame ass conversation where he just gets him arrested at the end where he pulls out a weapon on his dad and a flash drive and the flash drive ends up more dangerous why is the weapon there Fam. What is the point of all that? Why are they trying to make Nate the good guy, bro? Well, I'm here. Okay. All right, let's look, do look, it. Look, let's look, do look. it. I see he identifies <laughs> okay, with Nate. I'm letting y'all know right now. This is the part of the <laughs> Listen, show where man. it's going to get very, very misogynist. <laughs> and let's go. I don't know if I agree with it yet. Let's go. I might be so, with you. I just have to say, you know. I'm not currently an active artist, so you can't cancel me. And don't cancel this show because it's an awesome show as well. But but I am here to push the Nate agenda. Okay. Um, Nate High. Because, let me tell you, man. There's about three of them in there. I'm watching, and and I might have even been on the, the ledge with everybody else. Like, oh, this guy's terrible. But I will say that one thing that this season did that I did appreciate is it made me look at maybe maybe all the characters differently. And that was the one thing that I could say, like, okay, this season did something because I did create empathy and gain empathy for Nate and his dad. But what I will say is for Nate, man, y'all are painting him in this light. And I get it because right. he's supposed to be a villain. Okay. So that's supposed to happen. Okay. But if we're honest and if we're objective mm-hmm. about what's happening to Nate mm-hmm. and what he does for other people versus what has like occurred to him f- from start to finish, Nate is not a bad guy. I, I, w- I, would love to, I would love to hear your breakdown about that. So I've listened to you guys say, you know, and you've gone through a line of different things. I've, I've heard I'm Six say listen. that everybody's a bad person, and okay. I've heard her walk that back a little bit. I've heard you say, well, some people um, are a little bit, well, everybody is deserving of grace. I've, I've heard that message be, be put through and that sometimes situations. I believe in that. But what I would say is the morality and the idea of that moral compass, mm-hmm. you guys are only using that for who you want to use it for. Because if I think about the people who have wronged, I've heard I've heard statements like Maddie, no, Maddie doesn't do anything. She's just this confident girl, right? Uh, There's nothing. There's nothing uh, going on. That's Six's favorite line. Dead in his eyes, he says this. He's sitting next to me, looking Treasy dead in his eyes. Yeah, that's Six's favorite line. Maddie's the Maddie's the best. We just hate her. 
I didn't say Maddie. The, was the very last, first time haters. we meet Maddie mm-hmm. and we see Maddie on screen in season one, episode one, the pilot. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. She's having sex with a man in a pool to get Nate jealous. That's, That's right. right. I mean, what, the very first time we're introduced to his girlfriend on again, off again. Girl, they were broken up. She's one upping Nate. So. Remember, you just said that broken up thing, okay? We're going to come back to that. Okay. Because they're broken up. <laughs> Hold on, I might be <laughs> teammate. I might be teammate after the sermon. Let's oh, go. They're Let's broken go. up, right? Okay. Uh-huh. I'm okay. cool. Cool. So you can go do whatever you feel like you need to do right. when you're broken up. So she's going to go have sex with that man in the pool. Mm-hmm. As she's having sex in the pool, she tells him, I'm just trying to get back at my ex-boyfriend. Right. Who's watching? They're at, we won't call it his party, but he is the captain of the football team. So for all purposes, it's kind of like his party party. in high school. That's the hierarchy, right? Right. It's his party, having sex with another man in that pool. Got it. By episode two, when they're on again, you know what she tells him? Mm. I was blackout. I didn't know anything that was happening. Oh, wow. This is true. He raped me. I, oh, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, I know it's easy. I let her get Ooh, by with all this shit. Look, Wait a minute. Since I let you get by with right? all this shit, I might have forgot that too. I, I know, hold you because now I, I remember like she did do that. <laughs> wow. I know. And so by episode three, because Nate is who he is, he wants he's a protector. He says, "Yo, no, we gonna handle that." Yeah. Right. That so did now it. the truck. Yeah. When Tyler, oh or I believe his name was Tyler. Old guy who is in college having sex with the high schooler said so he's in his house waiting for him when he gets home. McKay? No, no, no. no. The oh, white, no, the white, white dude. Gotcha. I think his name was Tyler. Gotcha, it was something gotcha. with a T. He's in there waiting for him. Right. He says, yo, that's that's my... And you just did that to a high schooler. I do remember that. Yeah. Threatens him. Beats him up. Beats him down. And that violence is cool. Yeah. It's cool for her because it's- Because it's in, in favor yeah. of her. Yeah. Yeah. That works for her. It's okay for Tyler to be, uh, for uh, Nate to be this way because it works for her. Mm. All good. He's then holding his dad down mm. from an early age. Yeah. Early age, he finds those tapes. He doesn't tell mom. He's just in there, you know, having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's tough. He keeps that secret. He's in high school. He's struggling with his own sexuality. I heard you guys say that it wasn't like some hate crime. I heard that he wasn't outed, except Maddie was the one who found pictures of male penises on his phone. So he, so this was a hate crime. No, it's absolutely, not. he was outed. Crime. He was outed. Thank you, Lexi man. Lexi didn't find that shit. Lexi didn't find it, but she put it in her play that with him, homo erotic. Um, scenes and now with anything else any other other issues you know if we had a scene like that any trans scenes Mm -hmm. any uh let's say racial scenes you know uh cassie all she said was afghanistan and all of a sudden somebody from the crowd is calling no no cassie said i know they be they behead women in afghanistan it's not come on i don't know man i I don't even know what that means i don't know how that's racist but it doesn't apply to me i I don't know how it's racist either but if you're gonna bring it up i don't know yeah but that's my point yeah but but see but (laughs) no you hit right on the head see i kind of see that's how i felt last episode i said listen i I'm not a. I'm not part of the Nate Hive. I'm not a Nate fan. I do like my beef. My beef with like the resolution of this 
is not so much. I don't think Nate is the. I do think Nate is a psychopath. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so, but I do understand that. Like, first of all, not just his father, but his mom has enabled this shit. You understand what I'm saying? She get. She's been getting a pass for real. You know, but I, I look at like she gets a pass just for absence in the show. I feel like in this season, it, right? I think that I don't know if it's a, con- I don't know if it's a conscious pass. I just think it's easy to yeah, not consider her, not seen, yeah, not her sort of deal. Um, but I absolutely was like, man, this is kind of w- w- fucked up. Like if you're if this is about him and you're calling him gay and he is indeed gay, that's kind of fucked up. But six of them is not. I don't even know. What if he wasn't? Even if he's not gay, we don't play around with nobody else's sexuality on this show. No, there is. And I think I did admit that I know it's just being mean to Nate, and I'm kind of okay with that too. I think I've just like. But it goes beyond me. It's his sexuality. Why are we playing around with that? That's real. If if we got to doing that, if we got to respect it, we got to respect it across the board. It don't just work for Jules. Clearly, it does. There it is. (laughs) No, you see, you saying some real shit. It's it's Nate, man, and it, it, even if you look at his traumas, mm-hmm. I feel for Rue. I do. Um, I feel for his are bigger Cassie than Ruth. Yeah. and Lexi, and you know, missing a father, um, and the parallel that they have mm-hmm. with them. I feel for Fez, what he has going on, but a lot of these are about like choices mm-hmm. and the choices that people have made and the things that have I think happened with Nate, he didn't choose those things. His actions are his actions. Yeah, I, I don't was, take away his agency. Okay. Okay. I don't take away the wrong he he, he can't choke Maddie. <laughs> he just, you feel he, what I'm he saying? Can't, he can't choke with a with, he with a gun it. to your head and yeah, you he you can't do that. I think and it. that's the point that I that I made last time. Like I stand by that. Sometimes the things that you do in response to your trauma make it difficult to acknowledge your trauma. See, and I agree with that. Like you don't get to traumatize other people. Because again, I, I acknowledge Nate's trauma last yeah. episode. We went through that, not in such colorful language, but we went through it. Yes, yeah. Nate has been traumatized. He's gone through these things. And his trauma might be a bit deeper than most. I don't think it's deeper than Fez's. I think him and Fez might be neck to neck. If we start talking about Fez's abusive father running a strip club, left him, his grandma came and got him, Dallas bullshit. Like Fez's, Fez had a choice, yeah, but what were the choices? I yeah. think is what that comes down to. What were Fez's choices? Right. Um, but I think I'm not again. I'm not have to get into that. I'm just saying that. But but I I'm think wrong, that man. at a certain point, the shit you choose to do because of your trauma. Yeah. I get to judge you by that. You're traumatized. That's great. But you're making it really hard to acknowledge that mm. because you're choosing to traumatize me too. Mm. And I get that that happens. But yeah. but that's where the moral compass is. Well, 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 that's my question about that moral compass. And I know that, again, the show's purpose, mm-hmm. they have to have an antagonist protagonist. Right. So I understand that we're we're meant to like not like Nate. Yeah. I, I think I just that. fall into that trope of the show, then. right? Because here you talk about it, sure, but I think falling to the trope of the show, I believe them. Because what Rue said, you know, even last season when she's banging on Fez's door and he won't give her any drugs, you know, and she's like, "You did this to me." Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, we do it with rap music, we do it with uh, movies and stuff like that. But we will say, well, the drug dealer didn't have a choice. You know, he's just trying to make ends meet. He's doing what he has to do. Meanwhile, the poison that he's really, I mean, the big thing about the show is like drug abuse. 
and we're looking at a culprit for that and we have more I've seen so many. Oh, Fez is so hot. I love Fez. Fez, that's that. I love Fez, yeah. That's crazy. Right? That's wild. Because that's all right. Yeah. But how we villainize and depict Nate, though, we got to say, well, he had a choice, but his traumas, he shouldn't be doing that. But I think everybody's choices leaves be said they yeah. shouldn't be doing that. So I, I get what you're saying. But all right. So I definitely got to push back because there is a clear, distinct difference between how Fez handles his trauma and what he does and how Nate right. handles his and how he passes it on. I think uh-huh. I think Fez code, there is a there is an endearing there is a moral compass to it, right? Like, so if there was if there was no morality to Fez, then like, um, he would continue selling to Rue. He would, you know, he would let Rue self destruct. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like he puts barriers to it because he he sees like the degree of to which it goes. Now, what he does for a living, as as you know. That's all he knows, right? Right. That's all he knows. Like, I'm not excusing that. They're drug dealers. You feel but what I'm saying? But it comes down to what are the choices, right? Like, he was never even in school. Like, never even in school. Him and his grandmother had him selling drugs. He was like five years old. Yeah. So, so Wait I. Th- Wait. So, yes, I understand. Cause I, and I just had this conversation, like, uh, with a family member. And we were just talking about, like, agency versus like what you've been conditioned to do mm-hmm. um, and not excusing certain behaviors because everybody has like their familial like problems and stuff like that, right. but not excusing certain behaviors because you still have your own agency. But the line, it is a fine line because if this is what I grow up knowing, this is what I grow up doing. Right. It becomes what, what happens is like choices? part of me. And then I'm, I'm void of those other things right. and decisions. But I don't think that that starts or stops with, whether it be violent versus nonviolent or whether it be criminal or not criminal, I think that if I'm conditioned to a certain thing, mm-hmm. which is why I think Nate even struggles with his sexuality is because right. when I was however little, I found these tapes and that's my dad who I look up to. Yeah. But wait a minute, why is he doing these things to these boys, men, whoever? And so now, okay, but I'm also coming from a violent kind of household. My dad's doing this, or my mom is treating me a certain We saw how his mom treated him even as a high school teen. Right. She's drinking with him, talking to him, telling yeah. him, oh, yeah, but when you choked her, I I was like. To, to me, I stand by, she more destructive than the father. I, I stand by that. To me personally, I'm I stand by that. I'm with you. Because let's keep it a, let's keep it a beat. And, and now, I, I got to say this with a caveat, though. Start yelling again. I got to say this with a caveat. One, was pedophilia involved with what the father was doing? No. So I don't understand how it's in, how how he's able to get arrested. So I'm confused about this. The thing about that is he, pedophilia was involved, yes, okay. but it was not on purpose. So right, with Jules, the Jules thing. Right. To my understanding, yeah. everyone else was of age and Jules lied about being of age. Which makes her wrong. Correct. And to my, did Jules have a fake ID, something like that too? Because like, didn't he ask Jules yeah, for her she ID? He asked her. She age, said twenty two. But my thing would be, he then found out her age. He did. He. So you should supposed to report that, I believe. I, I mean, but I understand I mean, but, why you would. Yeah, I know why you yeah. would. Yeah. But we can't say that he's not. No, no. Pedophilia is involved. I guess. I get what my you're mind saying. went to knowing pedophilia. How's that at the at the um, right. beginning of the act? Yeah. So let, let's just put it in context. The trauma that Nate is enduring from his father comes from Nate being a nosy ass little kid. Little kid. 
kids are nosy though. When Nate's no, defense. no, no. But no, but let's but but let's be real though. Okay. Your father didn't parade. He didn't molest you. He didn't parade this in front of you. He didn't put it up on the big screen and say, "Hey, come here, boy. Watch this Very shit." True. You went through his shit. And saw something. It's still traumatic. It's very I'm, traumatic. We're not taking that. I ain't not, taking it I away. I think the point. Go ahead. Finish it. Yeah. yeah. But the point is your father didn't do this to you. Your father. Okay. Bad security. It you happened. Know, it didn't happen to Nate. It, it, right. It, you walked into this trauma and ta-da, now we're here. Right? And I think that's where I'll agree with you about his mother traumatized him. He got traumatized by his dad. She's worse to me. I don't. I don't know which is worse, but I I will agree with you that it seems that his mother, maybe not purposely, just in bad parenting, traumatized him. Like her actions Mm -hmm. were intentional with him and that traumatized him Mm -hmm. by just that really horrible lines of what's what and telling you it's okay to choke you up. Jesus Wow. But his dad was, I'm going to hide this on a disc. It's color coded, very organized. And a Eight, nine, eleven-year-olds are nosy pieces of shit. Right. That's just kind of you should have had better security pops, right? But to your point, he wasn't taking him with him. He wasn't showing it on a screen. He was doing his best to suppress what what he really wanted to do and be and live this life as a, in, in this family setting. Right. And I talked to both you guys about that, right? Like, because both of you have this thing about. Nate's mom being such a huge problem in Cal's life. Oh, fam. You can see it. She she reeks of it. No, but my problem is, because, yes, she knew that he wanted to be with his best friend. Right. Very blatant. She knew. Did she get pregnant on purpose? Sure. Let's. We can even say yes that that happened. We don't know. But we can even say yes that she got pregnant on purpose. Mm -hmm. He chose to stay. He made a decision that was the right decision at the time in his mind. And for his family, mm-hmm. right? So after that, you have made the decision. Mm-hmm. You did. She didn't. It wasn't a shotgun wedding from what we saw. I know you like to project on her. I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> we didn't see her daddy hold a shotgun to his head. I mean, I feel you. We didn't. I, I get right? you. Right. So he made the decision. He chose to be there. Right. So at that point, we can't continue. I mean, we could, right? But yeah. we have to understand it's an emotional thing to continue to stay mad at her. For ruining his life when he made a decision to be there. Now, does he still get to have feelings about it even though he chose it? Sure. But to blame her for these feelings when he made this decision is where y'all lose me. Um, I, I mean, I think that that's somewhat fair. But, you know, in the words of, in the, words of the great Jay Prince, man, you keep campaigning, you're going to get elected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like she knew what she was doing. Right. She prayed on that nigga. See, I just had this conversation with my she therapist. She prayed today. on him. I just had this conversation with Are my therapist. Are you projecting today. again? Is that what we no, saw? No, I'm telling you what it is, but how we we don't view it that way because it's a man. Is that who, what we saw? I'm not saying that men can't be prayed on. I'm asking, is that what we saw? I think yes. I think what we saw was a very sexually liberated woman who wanted a man who knew what a man's sexuality was, knew his self-esteem level, and she squandered on it. And knew the predicament that he was in at that time, because it's not 2022 then, Mm -hmm. and she knows exactly how that works with 
being able to be outwardly whatever you feel like. And she knows why they were hiding and she knows how his dad treated him and his friend who mm-hmm. he was suspect of. So right. was she being a beard? Again, if you, if we're saying it's predatory, I'm not going to say it's not, right? Because that absolutely does happen. But that's not what we saw, right? We never saw her take advantage of him. We never saw her forcefully doing things. She had conversations about it that took him aback some, but it never seemed as if it was forced. It never seemed as if it was something where she was coercing him. It never seemed like, oh, I know this and we got to keep you safe. So we should just do this. Like it wasn't, it didn't seem like that. And if she did, and again, we know that she knew, but if anything, it it seemed beard like, well, I kind of love you and I want to be with you too. So cool. If I keep you safe and I get to have you and then you get me pregnant. Cause again, men get what it's a, takes two to tango but you also finished where you finished and she and she and she her body her choice in that time though i don't know what year was well, this feminism say, existed yeah we can't say her in body the, her it, choice and then act like what's that got to do with abortion at what year was it it was it was in the 90s no no i'm not saying that it's not i'm asking if we're doing the same thing about him not being able to outwardly come out and do this mm-hmm. Abortion was ta- abortion's oh, taboo. No, period no, in suburbia. In, not in the nineties, no. Yeah, no, no. They, they, they was they was pa- yo niggas was get, out, yeah. niggas was get left and right. Niggas okay. was taking their Taco Bell checks <laughs> and paying for abortions. You were there. So. I be mean, I seen it. I, you was there. Me none never. But I've seen it. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, so no. I, I mean I, I do agree. Like Cal, and we going way too far on Cal's daddy. I do agree. Cal's that, daddy. Yeah. Oh, excuse Nate's me, Nate's father. Yeah, yeah, Cal. I mean, we can go on to Cal's dad too. Yeah. He now was Cal's a... dad, my, I'll grow with you there. He ruined his life. Yeah, he, a thousand percent. He did a thousand percent. But... Wait a minute. If you can't be as strong on Cal's, while he wasn't taking Nate on sex trips, the aspect of like be perfect and be this model. Oh, that's thing, dramatic in and of itself. Absolutely. That's still tough to deal with. But we're talking mm-hmm. about that's what the show. Pre- again, we gotta stop projecting That's onto this show we we're talking it. about what we saw nate act, outwardly deal with for the most of this show is that shit with jules and his dad being gay and he even in this fake ass resolution i had nightmares about it like yes everyone not everyone but him specifically struggled with the idea of being perfect and not just struggled his dad forced it but the trauma they're presenting to us is his father being gay? You don't find those things to be one and the same. Not obviously being. They're connected, gay, absolutely. But the idea of don't we be have like to me. Present yeah. This image that isn't who we are. Right. Cal's whole stick this season. Once he, you know, went to uh, came home and pissed. Once he on pissed the floor, the floor. Yeah. Was who hey, I just I have to be me. Right. And I think that he joined the house of extravaganza. I mean? Nate was yeah. like, hey, I'm struggling just not just with the idea of my sexuality, but like. What does that look like for me being okay with who I am? I think that he is attracted to Jules. Mm. I think that's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, even when he's doing, when they did the kind of funny flashbacks with, uh, you know, his dad having sex with him, but then him having sex with other girls, mm-hmm. I think it flashed to Cassie, but it also flashed to Jules. Mm-hmm. And even when she's talking about, you can dress me up, you can do what you want. If you take a look at like even her makeup, Mm-hmm. And how she's wearing her hair—it's real drag. If you look at Jules and then look, so you at think Cassie that's Jules, not Maddie? And, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm married to that being Maddie, I didn't but pick that up. no. If you look at like after now, mind you, when she was in the earlier episodes, let's just call it one through four, mm-hmm. when she's like 
trying to be Maddie Jr. Right. <laughs> the outfits, all of that. Yeah. But then if you look at once they accept like, all right, we're just going to do this. We're going to be uh, Cassie and Nate. When she comes back in, her hair, and they're both blondes, right? right? But it's just the jewels. look. Looks wow. I didn't peep that, but you might be on to something. Looks more like I, I, I do stand by, I feel like the conversation that he had with Jules last episode in the car. Was that last episode? Or it might have been an episode before that. Where he episode gave, before where it, he gave yeah. her the disc. Yeah. I think he I think that he was the that. most honest conversation yeah. that he's had on this show. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't I don't want I don't want you to get it twisted. I empathize with Nick. I do. Yeah. Like I do think that he is he <laughs> is a villain, period. You know what I'm saying? He is a villain. But the bigger thing for me is like, yo, why didn't you just talk to your pops, bro? Why you why you getting this nigga That's arrested? That's not always bro? that easy. Yeah, but like you yeah. getting this nigga whole arrested though. Like it's a big leap. That's from a going huge from protecting leap, your father fam. from everything, even in the way you chose to deal with this tape by giving it to Jules and not report well, what we thought That's was not reporting a, it. It's a huge leap. And again, it could be an appropriate leap, but we didn't see any buildup, I right. guess is and maybe it's a reaction to him leaving, right? Maybe it's a knee jerk. Oh, you want to leave yeah. after all this I've done? Now you're gonna desert us too? Okay, cool. I'm, you want to be gone? I'll get you out of here. But we don't really. I guess we do see him deal with that with the conversation with his mom. Mm. But that falls into again missing conversations. Mm. Like, where was that escalation? Because I'm, I'm sure it's something to do with his dad leaving and joining the House of Extravaganza. But yeah. why didn't we? talk about that i guess i guess we needed that for it to make sense i think it's a jealousy i think you touched on it just with the idea of like hey i've been dealing with this whole time and now you just go peace out on me right but i think it's also you know when he asked him are you happy mm. are you happier yeah and yeah. so i think that that's a very tough thing to swallow if i'm looking at myself and i look at how I've felt abandoned, not, not just by Maddie, now Cassie's sister who wrote this play about me, mm -hmm. threatening my sexuality and joking about that. And then I've been holding you down since I'm seven, eight years old with this secret. I'm trying to be who I want to be. And through it all, my life is partially ruined. And you're good now just being one of the nature boys. That's don't sit one right with me. One of the nature It boys. don't sit right with me. So... And I'll hold this. And almost also Damn, in a jealousy that's of cold, bro. how dare you go and do this and not teach me how? How dare you go and be yourself and be this free about it? And you see that I, me, your kid, is struggling with it. Yeah, and you yeah. not come. And I think his dad recognized that because it was, I was supposed to protect you and I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I think his I think his dad knows that. Yeah. And the quiet parts weren't said out loud, but they were there of, I was supposed to make this for you as well. And I didn't. And I acknowledge that I didn't. Yeah. But. All I'm saying is, I just don't understand what he's getting arrested for. It just don't make sense. To I me. mean, at the end of the day, Jules was a child. She was a child. Yeah. Yeah, but the court's it. not going to care. <laughs> the yeah. court is not going to care that she lied about her age. Damn. And he feel I I don't know that it's against her will. Yeah. It I is. don't even. Well, that part is. Pro I'm sure it has in to California be specifically, you can't even record a phone call yeah, without someone's permission. But, but but here's the thing. That's right. He yeah. did not mass distribute. This was private collection. I don't know but if that's any better. I well, I I mean, I think that there's a there's a there's a, a a violation. There's there's a violation of civil liberties. That's I guess at some point, right? Like having child pornography, no matter how you got that, it. Is I a mean, problem. so I got to jump off the conversation because you're absolutely right. I yeah. can't get around the child pornography. 
Jules lied. I think that's a very sticky situation. They might be lenient on him because of that, but yeah. he's going to get in trouble. Like, yeah. see, and that then shit even to me. then, that see that I makes guess, me look at Jules as a bad guy. No, I don't I mean sure. I mean, no, Jules is a bad guy for stuff. We don't need that for Jules to be a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but I think that calls into conversation the conversation he had with Jules. Mm-hmm. He told Jules he didn't say anything. Oh, yes. He, he said, this too. is the only one. This is it. This is all I have. He lied. Oh, he did That lie. USB existed. Jules went inside, destroyed it. Jules didn't want to deal with it. Right. Jules going to have to go to court. If this, if this show decides to be a decent, you know, linear thing. Right. And we deal with him going to court for this. Right. Jules will have to go. Yeah. She will have to. And she will either have to say that she lied mm-hmm. or continue to lie. Mm. And she's going to have all right with it being like that? Like- no. You said something funny. It was interesting. You know, you say, well, how do we know that that's what the show was like is supposed to be? Right. Because um, I say, I, you know, there's a bunch of other shows where it's it's not meant to be, I guess, and have as much depth. What if this is where we're at with the show where they're just here to present you certain things, give it to you in this 55 minutes and then say, do with it what you will. Yeah. Are you okay with that? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a loaded question. That's what the show feels like at this point. Yeah, I mean, but for, and again, for me getting attached to it in the second season, that's all it's ever been. Have the, it's been more so have this conversation. Like we interject a lot of ourselves into it, having the conversations that aren't being had. Right. Well, th- well, what it's okay. What it's now seeming like, and maybe this was obvious all along and I'm just now getting in on the joke. It's, this is more about skewed moralities and where you sit in, in object to who this person is, right? Like, because all of these people have bad and good quality to them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Rue's a fucking drug alchemy. addict, but- you know, but a very violent drug addict. However, there is a certain trauma that warrants her actions. So, you know, there's just a lot of duality here Mm -hmm. where it's like everybody's got the good and the bad side. And maybe that's just the only conversation they're trying to get us to have is that everybody is a lot more robust than we give them credit for. I'm not mad at that conversation. I'm I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Um, What's it called when the show is used to show you yourself? There's a word for it. Like it's a, because it, I think that you two of you are right. It is about are you as moral as you say you are? Yeah. Like how objective can you be? And or maybe to show you that you're not objective, and maybe there's no such thing as objectivity. Yeah. When you start having conversations about morality and what's right or wrong and who we give grace to, right. and it really might just depend on your circumstance. Because we talked about how the show is about Rue, right? But she's kind of the only besides Elliot, the real drug addict. But how her how her addiction has seeped into everyone's lives and how even if it doesn't revolve around it, it has made an impact on their lives that they have to kind of grapple with and choose with, right? So the way that Maddie's able to, not Maddie, that Lexi's able to be like, oh, we can have a conversation and forgive Mm -hmm. for, albeit on a much lower scale, the same thing Gia's going through, it's going to be a much different conversation with her sister Mm -hmm. just because of the way that it's affecting her and the proximity and and how she feels about it and how it's changed her life. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is a thing about you are not as objective or as moral as you think you are. And this is here to show you. That's a possibility. Is it success because of the conversations that we're like, would you call it a them successfully doing what they set out to do 
because we're having these conversations and because it's the most tweeted about show in the last decade and because no. there's yeah. TikTok theories or would you call it a success because they actually do it well on screen? I, I, conversations, not because they're doing anything okay. well. Yeah, well, the, honestly- And it's pretty. If, if we being real, I don't know how many people are having that conversation about it. The conversation I see on Twitter is just a bunch of jokes. I don't see a bunch really? of- and I see most jokes. So maybe it's just what I follow. Crack pop I think theories. it's what you follow. Yeah. Um, because I- I see deep conversation about it. Okay. Yeah, I think that people. Get I would say arguing. savvy watchers mm -hmm. are okay. like, "Hey, man, that doesn't make sense. Hey, man, you, it's a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, y'all are really on games with a five-minute song from. Why did we need Elliot. that? Hey, when he could have just said, "I'm really sorry for fucking your girlfriend, and I miss uh, you." Yeah. And then there's the other side, mm -hmm. where it is a lot of TikTok. They think Rue is dead. They think Rue is dead. Right, mm. and who are saying like I can't wait for season two because this is the first season that they've watched, um, oh, and wow. who are coming up with alt um, or op ed like theories of the show. Like there's that other side of the actual age group that is shown in in this series, right? That are watching this, and I, you know, I can't call it not successful. I guess if it's working, mm -hmm. I just don't know what they're goal is because it seems like from season one to season two kind of completely different shows it, it feels very i mean but but i think aesthetically <laughs> if you just go aesthetic based on aesthetic i think that was the intention right uh -huh. like like because it's it is an entirely different show the first show mm -hmm. a lot of pastelly colors just a lot a lot more color a lot mm -hmm. more vibrancy even though it was like muted and dark there was there was a very surreal world to it. the word euphoria really felt really fit Right. That this season ain't really euphoria. This shit is like this shit is this shit akins more to fucking um, uh, uh, requiem for a dream to me, in terms of like the feel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's grittier. How um, it looks, maybe, but I didn't complete watching season one because I could not. Yeah, like this is. People keep saying, "Oh, season two is so much darker." No, it's not. It is absolutely not. Interesting. Like I couldn't. I have season one available. And right. I told you how I watched three episodes. Like, oh, I feel gross. Yeah. I cannot keep watching this. I'm not doing That's this. A good point. It's a much, well, yes, it's more vibrant looking and, you know, glitter makeup looks. Yeah. It is. It's very dark. It is heavy. It is very heavy. Like, yeah. on a soul wrenching level. You're right. You're right. I think content. Right. Is I what I mean. The, yeah. yeah. The, the content from season one, and I won't even say just the content. I'm big on dialogue. Yeah. Um, and that's the most meaningful piece, or it was the most meaningful piece to me because, and you don't have to, I'm not one of those people who say you have to spell it out for me mm -hmm. um, because I, I want to be able to read between the lines of the dialogue. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But you do have to give me some substance. This season felt, I, they put the, the Ozark filter and they put the darkness right <laughs> on there. Okay. Right. So it feels dark when I just look at it, like the optics of it, or right. even maybe down to the the situations, mm -hmm. but the execution, it felt light. It feels like Almost teenage drama, Saved by the Bell. Oh, Cassie, you're sleeping with my man. Now we have to do this for five episodes. Saying. And then we have a theater, theatrical two let's episodes there. for when the last done, two. Like the time spent. I talk about like... Uh, Issa Rae's show. Okay. Uh, insecure. And we're rooting for everybody, Black. We are. Yeah. But the way that the episodes are like broken down where 
a lot of it is like California B-roll. Mm-hmm. And then it's a very cool soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You might get about five minutes of like song that you like. Mm-hmm. And then you have a sex <laughs> scene in there. You throw that in there. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the inciting incident for that episode. Mm-hmm. And then Cliffhanger. I felt like that was pretty much 55 minutes every episode of this. Very cool music. Mm-hmm. Very cool scene where something happens, but we never deal with whatever it is. And then we leave it. We leave it. In this show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Every time. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm sure we could do that for each episode. Every honest. episode. Yeah. You get some sex in there. You get some, some yeah. male nudity. They, yeah, well, they running were, it up the they, first four episodes. Boy, running it was a it lot up. of dicks. That, that was the hook. Just run it up, bro. Yeah, they, they were fucking uh, <laughs> Bel Air's on Peacock. This joint was Seacock. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Enough. Every, Please. Like, all right, we're rocking. I got it. <laughs> Duality. You can yeah. show us Cassie. You can show us Greg. I don't like, want right. to see right, either. Cool. cool, we get it. But every episode, man, and I'm like, the waste of time. I feel like this could have been so dark. I mean, you think about like uh, what was going on with Lori and like that situation and what they could have made that to be. Like with the sex trafficking, what could have been. What should have. What could have been with like the conversation between Cal and his dad Mm -hmm. or the how that kind of dichotomy played out. Or Mm -hmm. even that night in the house. All of those things could have been way left. The shit with Maddie. Maddie just told no one that happened. Fez yeah. and Nate. He Nate could have been going to shoot Fez. I would have been more happy with that than the the drug raid that felt more like a ex machina like plot resolution just to move things along. Fam, that's it made absolutely no sense. That made absolutely no sense. A whole DEA raid or whatever that was with laser beams for what? Some niggas who sell pills? And even if you about were one do murder, that, it was about one murder though. Like one, let's, let's, one murder that you got that you got a motherfucking meth head telling you about. Come on, uh, and you gonna bring out the holes? You gonna waste taxpayer money like that? In real life, it's two of y'all no, in a van wild. with a box of donuts. Listen to this, wild, and when the fam. phone goes dead, you go and they would be outside. Right, that's they would it. Be at the precinct, right, you? fam? You treat this nigga like you Pablo Escobar. <laughs> um, this shit, no, nah, this shit was very stupid. Did y'all feel like it was weird how? Uh, Ash. Okay. Now, Ash, my guy, Watch clearly, your mouth. Be careful. clearly a stone cold killer, right? Be stone cold. I'm with him. Um, when did he get dumb? When did Ash become dumb? That, that's Thank a great you. question. Well, this was dumb to me. Ash wouldn't have done that. And so, I get that Ash did what he did to Mouse, but this wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. I've been confused about the plight of Ash Trey kind of from the beginning, and I'll break it down. One, did y'all realize he didn't say anything this entire episode? He had not one piece of dialogue. Thank you. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you where I'm confused about Ashtray and what they wanted him to be. We come in hot. First episode, we see this nigga jump across a a, a, a oh, couch and, and beat a whole nigga head in with a hammer. Ball right? peeing hammer. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Gangster. We got it. We get it. That's all morality right. kicking in or checking out. But yeah. Was it the same episode? Was that the same episode as the party? Yeah, because that was the yep. first episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Fez told Ashtray to go get the car, because he, he was knew about exactly to... what that meant. No, no, no. But if you really go back and watch it, Ashtray was like very nervous. Mm-hmm. Like he was very like, oh my God, yo, like what's what's gonna happen? Uh... Like he he gave off mad nervous energy. Mad nervous energy. Nervous energy 
as in fear or just nervous energy as in oh shit we here both both is a problem okay both is a problem to me for a nigga who jumped over a couch and beat a nigga head in with a hammer okay fair like because if it's violence like if he bout the violence then a nigga hitting somebody in the head with a bottle because you know you know your brother you know your brother's not going to kill him he's just going to whoop his ass what is you worried about i think because he is the guy that's what i think that what they have shown is Ash is the guy to go to zero to one hundred, right? Mm-hmm. And so get the car. Oh, I'm I'm not turning it up. Oh, you that's are. what that was. And for understanding you. what it takes to get fast there. So I don't know if you're gonna kill somebody. You're mad enough to do this in public to and someone we're who we're here. not. Yeah, yeah we're in like this isn't work. And you're gonna turn you. You sure? Like for me, that that wasn't I fear. Didn't, I didn't get that. For me, I saw the nervousness, but it was like, what you about to do? Like this ain't even your body. Like. Not because I, I'm, well, then I'm, I'm gonna take that as a slight to maybe the acting then because that's not how it, that's not, how, well, that's not, it came across like that to y'all, so maybe it's just the way I interpreted it. It, it. it was interpreted to me like more fear, like just nervous, just like that nervous energy of like, it, I mean, it, it works for what y'all are saying, but it's to me, it doesn't make sense yeah. to ashtray. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense that, like, for me, ashtray is like, Oh no, nah, we got we we finna get it cracking. Right. Oh, I'm back here with these drinks, and I see old boy. Let me grab the blicky. Let me load right. it up. Let me get it cracking. Like there's no there's no. I don't know what to do in these situations. Like he looked way more nervous about getting a car and what Fez was gonna do as opposed to I'm about to stab this nigga in the neck in I, in my living room. Well, maybe that's on purpose. But what maybe, purpose is that? No, is but I'm I, saying maybe that's just out. to show. Like again, we're projecting onto it, but. Ashtray isn't a normal kid, right? Like he has never had any semblance of normal childhood. Right. So violence seems to be second nature for him. Mm. The cleaning up of it doesn't. The the letting someone else be violent, the dealing with someone else's violence doesn't seem second nature for him. So maybe that's where he comes in childlike again, making some kind of rationalization of this is normal for me. This is who I am. This is what I do. I can do that. This is my comfort zone. This is comfortable. Mm. Busting a nigga in the head with a hammer is what I do. Shooting somebody from back here because they fuck up my brother is something that I do. Mm. Stabbing a nigga in the neck, even though a very dumb choice I don't think he would have made. But that's what I do. You threatening my brother. Right. But going to get a car because my brother's fighting, my brother don't fight. What you mean? What's what's happening now that my brother won't let me fix it? So I don't know what to do now because I fix these things and now you're trying to fix it. And so now I feel childlike in this confusion. Where I've never had to be a child, I don't get to be a child. I'm not allowed to be a child. But you read it as he's not ready. He wasn't ready for it. I, I just because I'm, I'm you I'm you there. you're with yeah, you're with six hundred. I read I read it as nervous energy. So like th- to me, the better play if that's if for what you're talking about, you get this phone call from Fez. We about to whoop this nigga ass. You go in the house, Yo, fam. What? You about to whoop who? Nigga, don't even worry about it. You go get the car. You get the car. No, stay in the car, Ashtray. Go get the car. All right, cool. That's how that plays out to me. It doesn't play out like, oh my God. But he's a child. I I guess they have to make him a child. That's the weird thing, which what what I've read is that um, he is actually going to be in, what is it? Umbrella Umbrella Academy. Academy. Right? Um, Uh, Ashtray. Ashtray. Okay, And he's training for the Olympics. The Bubby. Because acting is extracurricular. Get him out of here. They could have done it another way. But I think that their choice this season was weird for me because in season one, Mm -hmm. it's Fez who's the background guy, Mm -hmm. realistically. 
when you come into the store, it's Ashtray who's handling the money. Mm-hmm. It's Ashtray who turns Kat's uh, Bitcoin into cash that she's getting from. Right. It's Ashtray who's talking a lot. Exactly. This season, they made Ashtray a mute and a cold killer. And so I don't know where the transition was. I, you can get older, I guess. I understand He's that. still supposed to be 12. Um, like, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know where they made, or I guess why they made that transition to make him, I guess, Fez the face of the company now. Right. And I get they were moving him into that role and to be more social. Probably the fans' response. Right. I get yeah. that. Um, but- it just was weird. That's strange. And then it feels like a plot hole because now you have this same guy constantly, if he's the cold killer, uh-huh. why does he keep making these killing mistakes? Because oh, they're both mistakes. They're not They're not supposed to actually happen. Fam. There are other ways to handle it. And why does he keep doing it? And why does this same guy who is so vigilant not see uh, lips? What's Lip's name? Faye. Faye. Oh, Faye. Faye. Why does Faye, he not Faye, see her on that camera? Faye turned out a little cutie these last two episodes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gotta stop. I gotta, we got to reel it back. You got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop. We agreed on I'm healthy. Wilding, I'm wilding. We agreed I'm that Faye looks healthy. I'm Faye looks clean. Yeah, I'm wilding. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that. They showed, there was a, all right. She played it very well, right? She drops the glass, tells him to be quiet. You know, Fez handles that information well. It looks like it looks like ashtrays in the line of visibility of like, okay, Fez just got some information. Let me tuck my blade back in. We saw that happen, no, right? But or did Ash I imagine Trey that? knew something was up. He knew something was up, but he saw He knew it wasn't Faye. Shorty was right. Shorty started handling it, right? Like like I think he's smart enough to put it together. That's like, my, that's, they what, that's what Jerome is saying. Right. Like, so why the fuck did you come out here and stab him in the neck? That just wasn't smart. But did I imagine him pushing? Did he not push the blade back? Like, oh, I don't need this. Did y'all see no, that? that happened. He brought it out. Fez looked at him. Right. Tucked it back in the sleeve. Yeah. What it happened. Fuck, and, but man. that's why I say, you know, I mean, we see it happen in other things. One of my favorite, like times that it happens in, I don't know if Harry Potter fans if we got any out there but uh, not in here probably anyways. yes we do have Harry Potter. <laughs> well, um, not 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 here you're on this side now. of the room it's yeah. like the Shakespearean thing the ex machina you know okay. how do you just take a character out miraculously right? right where odds are stacked against and then something just happens because they have to move that plot along or they have to get rid of this moment um in Harry Potter it's just Professor Umbridge she's just this completely annoying, terrible professor. And we just have to get rid of her. Against Harry Potter. Got it. So there's no really logical way to get her out of there with this plot. And so they just let some centaurs come and take her away. And that's how she dies. They come out of nowhere. They're in a forest. You never see them. They're in a woods. They've never done anything else in the movie. Got it. And then they just take her away. That's like a plot device that seems to be used. A lot of times Shakespeare will use it. Stuff like that. Right. This it's was one of them. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this, there was nothing about this that was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A wild shootout. I, I feel like they was trying to appease like a certain. But there were so many other ways to deal with that, right? They right. could have gotten busted for selling drugs, and they could take the twelve year old. Yeah, right. That's right. It. That it, a lot of things would have happened. Why did we never see anyone come check on their fucking grandmother? Maybe one day a hospice person comes in and realizes a twelve year old in here with fucking tattoos on his face. So she's and not someone, dead. No. no. I told y'all. I told you, that's grandma in that room. You said that. You did say that. I, Wait, why did you think she was dead? 
I, I just didn't understand. I mean, I'm trying to, she, didn't she like collapse? She like collapsed on the floor. I don't know. I mean, they started living life without her. So. Cause yeah. she been in that room. She's yeah. a vegetable. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't is she vegetable? She got paid medication. Listen, I don't understand what the point of that is. That's what I was. I don't understand Maybe what the point of this up. entire thing they, is. Because they, they, that have they to have to have clean a, up. I thought that the purpose of the grandma, or that's what is she? Fez's grandma. Yeah, yes. Fez's grandma. Yeah. I thought that the purpose of her keeping her there. I still thought Fez was underage. Am I wrong? In no, Fez is twenty. Fez, he's like twenty. He gotta be. He gotta be over eighteen. I'm assuming he's over eighteen. Okay. Because you know I always assumed that that was because stuff was in her name, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there has to the be house a guardian stuff. for Ash. And so I felt like, okay, they're just keeping her around because, in the story, they're right. keeping her around because they have to, with the idea that that's a plot hole if you don't have some type of responsible legal social security name to put on stuff. So fam, so, so okay. How does she pee? The catheter. But who's taking care of how her? She, right. Right. When they're at the store, oh, how does she eat? Yeah, right. Bro, listen. <laughs> no, 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 like I just said. Sam, Sam writes what he wants. Like, violent, bro. Who's going to write Sam what he wants? Is bro. telling the story of his LSD brain. Like, that's just what's happening. This nigga wildin', bro. Because a hospice person coming to check on them. There you go. They Fine. Gonna you see got one on payroll. Fine. That's how you get rid of Ashtray. You don't have to do this weird. And also, I just feel like any DEA agent is going to see you laying on the ground and know you're not dead. And even and even if you know you're not dead, he's not turning his back on you. And he's not going by himself. You're not going to have time to cock a double barrel. Like, it's just, it's, it's a, a very loud a weapon. Lot. Like I, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. a lot going on. And and even if, and maybe you could have sold me on it if you had devoted a little bit more time to it. We didn't need the but five minutes But while we're song. doing Elliot... We could see what's going on. You could have developed the actual circumstance of, okay, they're in this house. What's going on? How long is it before they actually get there? Because that's my thing. If it's 20 minutes, y'all could have booked it, got out the house if you know that they're coming. It's just too much. Faye took forever back away from the door. Like in real life, she hurries up. She's like, guys, 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 guys. What's going on? But it's because you're doing so much. And so when I say like, hey. It's everything happening, but nothing happening. It's because all these incidents are occurring, but we're not dealing with any of them. Yeah, we're just we're not. We're well, watching them happen. And it's the razzle like, dazzle. I'll, I'll be honest, man. I did, I just didn't feel, like in hindsight. Now it makes perfect sense yeah. because now we have. I have the full story. It, up until this point, I just didn't feel that way. You know what I mean? I just didn't mm-hmm. feel like this wasn't going nowhere. I felt more like. Okay, we going somewhere. I just don't know where we're going. You thought you when you got to episode six, this mm-hmm. is before the theater, uh, mm-hmm. the play. Mm-hmm. How could? And I really like that was nice the way you worded that to say that season three was gonna have to be about season two. How could it? How could it not? Even this, even this, just this season. How could we get to episode six and you feel like it's going somewhere when there's eight different stories? That weren't even halfway well, to their mark. I didn't know like what their, their threshold arc. was. Like, like I mean, okay, you know, the development of Nate, Cassie, what's your jig story, um, Maddie's story. We had some developments. This boy, I, I, I thought the whole time the boy was going for the disc. Like, I felt like the disc was his only motivation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
he got to the disc. Like there was movement to that. We, 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 there was a question that was posed in the second episode. So where's the disc or do you have the disc or whatever? And then, you know, that was like the last thing when Cal asked Nate about, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when Nate finally broke it down, like, look, man, I found your shit, found your stash. And this is the problem. That's why I got my ass beat because of your ass. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, do you have the disc? And then it went off. So for me, I was like, okay, this nigga's on a mission to get the disc. Mm -hmm. So by episode six, he got the disc. Right. Right. To me, that was, that was a full blown storyline mixed in with you dealing with the best friends. You understand what I'm saying? So there was a lot of movement there. Now that you got the disc, I don't know where we go. You know what I'm saying? But to me, there there was there was a lot of movement there. Like there was what about no Rue and Elliot, the love triangle of Rue, Elliot, and Jules. Right. There was there was nothing there. You got McKay. I know that McKay is older. I get it. Fez right. is older too. Right. Y'all just wanted to victimize and tell people things, but Fez is talking to a high school girl at all. Y'all never mentioned that. But I feel like we did. We did. I feel like we did. But y'all didn't make him a villain for it, though. If he's 20 and she's 17, that's not abnormal. But y'all just got mad at McKay for messing with, uh, with Cassie get, and uh, saying, point, yo, point. McKay don't need to come back. Well, I think oh, for, for me, for, McKay for me, not coming back was about this bitch crazy. For, for me, it was more in service of McKay. Like, leave the high school yeah, bitch alone. Were we yelling about you, his age? You, I don't know you, that we talked about that. said that y'all didn't, he didn't need to be coming back anyway. We he didn't. He's in college. Yeah, yeah, go fuck some college bitch. And it wasn't college. No, 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 no. Townie hanging around mm, the high school. Girl. No, That's it wasn't about different. his age. That's crazy, bro. It wasn't about his age. We were saying he's in college. We're saying you're in college with other shit to do. It wasn't a year too old to be here. It was nigga, you got better options. And and, and lead us white bitch along. I raised the question because I was like, I was like, because I was like, because <laughs> Lexi's younger than Cassie. I said that. Like, to me, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But also, I don't know Fez's age. See, Fez could be just 18, 19, then it's not a big thing. If Fez is over, if, if Fez is 20, if he's over 19, to me, yes, it's a problem. I'm not going to, I understand the concept of dating in high school. Because if I'm a senior and you're a sophomore, right? And then I graduate, I'm mm -hmm. automatic. Like, if we're dating... I get that there is a morality window mm -hmm. where people look at it and say, well, they were dating in high school. Yeah. Where they might not have that statutory rape-like idea of it legally, he's still overage, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that if you are just some man in town and you did not <laughs> previously have this town. relationship. I feel you. Then what do we we call those people predators any, anywhere outside of Euphoria High School and Twitter Ideas. We call I them predators. Uh, but it, it, it ain't comfortable for me neither. The girls like Fez now. We, he's not getting that heat. I feel you, Nate. How I feel but I think here. also they but. don't <laughs> they don't harp on Fez's age, right? And again, I think it speaks to the whole morality of the show that you're talking about. But mm. they don't harp on Fez's age. Yeah. And to my under, Cassie's a senior, and right. everyone else around her is 18, and they're only like they're Irish twins, Lexi and Cassie are. What, are, what is Irish twins? They're uh, like same back year? to back. Yeah. Okay. So they're a year apart and maybe a month or so. Right. Okay. So she's 17. But the show started last year. Like, the show started previously. But she met him this, year. this season. This season. 
this school year. She started dealing with Fez this school yeah, year. After, and first episode. And to my understanding, the show well, didn't. He knew her before, though, right? Because he said, "I know who you are." Yeah, right, but, but also he, the he show to be cleared up. This that's is not Tyga a new. This is not a though, right? no. This is not a new school year. That, hold on, that's what said that again. Tiger and Kylie, Jesus though, right? No. I mean. I... It could, Listen, you know I what? get what you're I'm saying. Sorry, man. I get what you're keep saying. Giving these guys passes, and I'm here to tell you, we're not doing that. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. I get what you're saying. Listen, there. I, to me, I feel like I, I know I raised the question that it was questionable, but the, o- the only problem is I don't know how Fez. I don't know how old Fez is. That's my only him. issue. I give it to him. Um, McKay, he's in college. You know, I get that. It's more in service of McKay. Like, listen, you, way, you, you a high school, I mean, you a college football playing ass nigga, bro. Get you some college pussy, man. Don't Leave her alone, man. She a problem, Did bro. Did y'all forget, though? Like, and I know y'all said, well, a big thing for me was McKay, like, not being around because, for me, it felt kind of plot holish because my teammate is now dating my girl. I brought that up. That's one. Yeah. But I'm going to just hold it. But two would be, do y'all remember like in season one, in, yeah, yeah, because it was at the party. He, Nate, shows McKay a video of Cassie. Yeah. Right. So for me, that was something that I at at first I thought it was good writing because I was like, oh, I like that parallel that Nate ends up. You know, like in Cassie, Nate ends up pressing McKay like, "Oh, what what'd you do in the in the room with her right. when the season uh, uh, premiere?" But I felt like that's a plot hole because I thought that they were supposed to bring that full circle. I thought there should have been drama that, about that. McKay should be like, "Bro, you've been weird about Cassie for two years now, right? And, and now you fucking with, you? with her. Yeah, like, what's up with you?" And McKay should have whooped that ass. I right, and 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 just let me stay there, <laughs> Nate Hive, on your point. So. What he did was an actual crime, as opposed to what the the, the he he's getting the father hemmed up for, right? Revenge oh, porn. That Revenge his, that porn. Wasn't fam. Him on that though. But, but still, that you dis- you you're distributing. No, him not being on somebody it doesn't make it any better. It, yeah, it makes it worse. Actually, I thought <laughs> it was sent to him. I didn't know that, that he was circulating. But but, but, but you, you gather niggas in a semicircle <laughs> and show <laughs> niggas. See, look, look, morality. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's hear. Yeah. Come on. I never said that, Nate. Come on. Was yeah. a model citizen. <laughs> but if you guys want me to defend it, Ugh. what I will say is. We don't want you to defend it. He came it. up watching some, you know, uh, amateur, as they say, porn. You yeah. know, well, uh, that was his search bar on Pornhub. He would type in the amateur because he used to watch his father's stuff. And so to him, this is, oh, you know. This is how people get their rocks off. They record themselves having sex, which she did knowingly. It wasn't a secret cam. She did that knowingly, and she knew she was on that video. Yeah. And at that point, you know, he was just saying, hey, bro, watch yourself. This is what's going on. This is the girl that you have. I think that, uh, well, now we know there was some attraction there just to the, uh, even the idea of it, I think, um, piqued his interest a little bit. But- 
I I can't say that that part is the wrong thing to me. Out of all the things that niggas do, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying is he distributing child pornography? <laughs> like, like, well, wait. Like, I'm just, my my thing is that like my thing is well, like. Wait, is it does it count? How old was Nate when he did that? Because it might not count. I, he was underage. Well, whether it's whether it's distributing child pornography or I think revenge I think porn you revenge might have porn child sure. pornography. I don't know that you have because everyone's a child. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I feel like there was a conversation about that like in the world before it could have been i don't know how there was somewhere along that line he fucked up and and the same thing that he trying to get his daddy put away for he need to watch the fuck out i don't know that they're the same i think that's where was the revenge guys he didn't have no ties at that point he didn't even know that her her and uh, or her and mckay were gonna be like serious I don't know that because he even asked them, "Yo, are y'all serious?" No, the crime—the crime is, is distributing showing, it, her right, nudes. Is distributing sexual acts. So you remember when the fappening happened? The what? The fappening. That is an awesome name. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't remember that when 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 all those <laughs> um, celebrities' phones got hacked and all their you like called naked it the fappening. That was what it was the called. The Great Cloud Hack. You call the fappening? No, that's oh, that's, what, that's the name for it. The fappening. <laughs> That. Sam, that's like the well-known like public I'm name. Putting for... that in my bio, no. Yo, no. listen, listeners, if you've heard of the term the fappening, just let me know on, on Twitter so I can show niggas. Okay? I'm going to make a poll on Twitter. Yeah, the fat. If you look up the fappening right now, what's going to happen? Listen, make sure you do it on 5G. Don't do it on this <laughs> Wi-Fi. Okay, I don't want no IP addresses the from fappening. here. The fappening. The fappening is going to show easy. you. It's it is in reference to this was like 2015 2014 I remember what you're talking about when I remember like everybody's a whole yeah. Right, yeah. The, Jennifer Lawrence was fitting to press the issue because somebody hacked her shit and distributed this shit it really is called the fappening I told you man <laughs> it was called the fappening oh my god <laughs> That's actually amazing. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. That's that's pretty. And good. there's iterations of it. Oh, yeah, it came in waves, cause these niggas are like anonymous. Like they just go out and. Yeah, it came in waves, but it's that's considered a crime because you're taking, you're basically taking my sexual activity and you're putting it out to the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm for display again, the same thing you came to Nate. We came to Nate's defense for it with the play. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're 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 lightweight bullying me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is it's it it's a very gray area. It was malintent. It's malintent. I think it's where it, one well, you shouldn't be distributing news anyway. Like, if a bitch sent you her titties, like those are your titties. Them your titties. Yeah, but if I send them, but if if I'm you share them at all, yeah. If I'm watching it, if it's sent to me, because that's how he got it. He didn't he didn't film it. He didn't ask. Sent to him by who? Whoever did the act. Right, that's also receiving it is also part of the problem. Receiving it and not saying anything is also part of the problem. If we're just talking about yeah, the legality, you get real gray on Nate, bro. Well, you would say that Cow's version of whatever porn that he was doing, un yeah, unbeknowingly like doing that mm -hmm. to the those women. They were men. men. Jules was no. the only woman. No, no, no. that we saw. I feel so, like I, I'm so, saying for the I don't know the yeah, yeah. term. So all right, the different the difference okay. is yeah. Cal didn't distribute it. He didn't gather niggas around in a campfire to watch him fucking on. Cal's boys. issue might be recording unknowingly. But that depends There's on that, California law. And then and and listening to y'all, okay. it's it's the under you know, it's the child shit, mm -hmm. right? That you you, you uh pedophilia. Whether right? he knew or right? not. A yeah. pederast right. or whatever they call it. So that's clearly that's the crime with Cal. That's yeah. that's the arrestable offense.
in my opinion, this is just, I'm not a fucking uh, yeah. Supreme Court judge, right. right? Okay. In my opinion, a girl lying to you about their age and you fucking them and putting it on camera, okay? In in tre- in the in Treasy Supreme say, Court, I'm here, gonna say it. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Oh, I'm just I'm and I'm talking about my morality. Some stuff we just can't say. But go ahead. Okay, well I ain't gonna say it. I guess what what Zara understood don't need to be. Because I don't even know that I disagree, but I don't know that we can say it. <laughs> Listen, what he did was absolutely wrong, but somebody did something wrong with ill intention, and the other person got caught. Was it it happened to him, and then he didn't handle it accordingly. The handling it accordingly is is the greater issue, I guess. Because sure. I, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And again, we understand why he didn't handle it accordingly, right? But also, her lying is a problem. Yes, but the problem, but in the, she's a child. Come, but, yeah. I get it, I get it, I hear you. A, a child who's undergone a sex change. She hasn't had a sex change. Oh, well, she didn't. All right. Yeah, no, she, she still has her. Penis. She's not on hormones or nothing. But she, but she's old enough to make a decision about what sex she wants to we be. We can't talk about that here. Why? <laughs> she's old enough to make a decision and about what sex she be. wants to Go be. Ahead. Y'all, y'all can talk about it. Go ahead. I'm they let her be mature enough to have all of these. Th- it's not fair that she gets to choose, pick and choose like her. Are we talking about Jules specifically or the greater topic? We're talking about. I'm talking about because he's talking about the greater topic. He's not talking about the show. No, I'm talking about Jules specifically. Okay. I'm because I don't assume that transgender people lie about their age mm-hmm. to to wrap up people in pedophilia right. acts. I'm talking about Jules specifically. But so if we're talking about her being a child, maybe that Sam Levinson might be a good writer. Forty percent of this show, right? So maybe that's what he was considering that she's a child and that we should look at her as a child, and that. While children can make bad decisions that affect adults, the adult still has to be the adult and still responsible right. for the behavior. And when he found out, he should have done something. I get why he doesn't. Right. Duh. Right. Duh. Right. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day. I, I, fine. Take him to jail. I get that. I get that. Take Nate to jail, too. Nah, man. You see? Speaking, uh, whole, this is the only reason I say that. <laughs> okay. If you my mans. Yep. My high school mans. Yep. We're children. And... The girl that I know that you're kicking it with, y'all not, you know, whatever yet, but y'all kicking it. Yeah. And I've seen her around the house a little bit more. And you're my homie, you're on my football team, bro. We're bros. Mm-hmm. Love you, Blue. All of that. <laughs> you my boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I know that your girl that you're crushing on has Might be a slot. Yeah, man. She's got some she's got some content out there. <laughs> content. <laughs> I content do queen. have the right. Right. That whatever sent to me, not I'm mass producing it, not I'm saying, hey, did you get this yet? Sending it out. It's already out. Mm-hmm. It's circulated. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, hey, bro, you don't, you weren't, are you aware of this? That's fair. That's fair. It's fair. Whether it's um, fair, you don't whether have it's, the right. Whether it's fair and whether That's it's legal right. are different. You don't we're have not the here right. discussing whether or not men sit around and do that and whether or not that was yeah. not a bro thing to do. It was, yeah. right? I hear you. It's but happened in real life. I also support whole culture and have no issues with it and, and sex work. Say that again? I also support whole culture you and sex work. You just have to throw oh, it all yeah, out there. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not so mad at that You just got to make sure they know that. So I want to be clear about where I stand with that. Because you've been teetering a lot. Yeah, clear that up. I want to be clear where I stand with that. What you're talking about, those are real instances that actually happen in real life. Right. I don't, we'll have, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. The law might. Do you feel that is it 
honestly that that is an illegal act? If it's sent to me and me? I pull you aside and say, are you aware of this? Yes. So it's one of those things like there's been so many. I graduated in 1999. I'm a dinosaur. Okay. Kind of there's. Damn. So, yeah, what you say? What you say? <laughs> so <laughs> there has been a multitude of things that I have come to learn were completely wrong about how we grew up and how we handled things. And they're wrong now. Right. Yeah. So I understand Absolutely. now right, right, right. with the context that is wrong. But back then, nigga, you think, yes, there was definitely poor, you know, niggas smashing jumps that got uh, passed around oh, school. And it, and it just was what it was. Yeah. That's it's fucked up. It, it's what it, I would hate to see somebody well, go to jail. I they would hate to see somebody it. go to jail behind it. I, I truly would. Me personally, because of how, how I grew up in the area that I grew up, I don't see it as a problem. However, if that happened to my daughter and I found out about it, I'm going for somebody's head. Would you go for Nate who let McKay know or would you go for the guy who filmed it? Mind you, if your daughter was on the camera looking in the camera. I'm going for who filmed it. I'm going for who passing it around. I'm going for everybody who I could pop. And and my daughter going to catch it too. But I'm going for everybody who this who, everybody who this video touched and they passed it via text message or however it was distributed. I want all their heads, bro. Are we discussing the morality of this, the legality of this? Because they're going to be two different conversations. I, I think. Right. I, I, I think we're beyond the morale. I'm, yeah, I know, think it's the legality. It's the legality. So, le- yeah. so legally, it's wrong. If Hopefully. I completely understand saying, "Hey, bro, your girl." Take a couple dicks and you love her and I can see that you love her. You lying like you don't, but you might need to look at this. That happens. That's never going to stop happening. I think morally that could be, if done correctly, like not to embarrass your friend, maybe that's not wrong. Legally, if I am Cassie and McKay comes to me and says, Nate showed me A, B, and C. What the fuck is this? I can now go to a courthouse and say that Nate is passing around nudes of me that he received from such and such. And both of you, both of you are going to get a visit from a cop. Nate's going to jail. And they're going to bring that tape to me. I was not aware of that. Yes. That's 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 all I'm trying to say. Mind you, he's messed up before. Yeah. And keep it a band. McKay and the niggas who watch can also be culpable for not saying anything. That was my thing. That if if it's this one guy. It depends on how mad. But. Yeah, if you just tell me that everybody who watched the video and didn't say, "Hey guys, huh? I'm going to report this," yeah, they're an accomplice. Depending okay on how mad I'm okay with that is. statement because yeah. Nate didn't circulate that. Circulate the the law is going to consider it circulation. I'm, right more with people it. I'm saw saying it. I'm okay yeah. with labeling it wrong for Nate because it's illegal. Everybody else did it. It's not even you labeling right. it. Like like yeah. he like the way he set up his pops. Yeah, somebody can get his ass the same way. Cool you know what I'm saying? So, you know. I'll concede to that. <laughs> I appreciate you <laughs> conceding to the to the law like, to the laws of the law. <laughs> to the actuality of it. Thank right. you. Right. Imagine. Yeah, no, I I mean I get it. I, you know, this is where I totally agree with y'all. I don't know what kind of conversation I really don't know what kind of conversations they're trying to have now. It's festive. I doubt it. No. He I mean he probably He got shot be, in his gut. He should be he shouldn't have been all that screaming he was doing. Yes, get out. Well, no, like, it's his little brother. Like, no matter what happens in the show, that I that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't got no beef with what happened with Fez other than he a bad actor. But, you know, like, 
you know, all, I mean, the whole scene was just whatever. That that the AR should have tore homie's shoulder off. I was about to That's, say, can whatever. A, can a child of this stature? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can the he even is, fire this the off? The boy might be a hundred pounds. I His mean, shoulders the, and a lot of pain. The torque on come the kickback. Is it modified? He's in the tub. For a little bit of stability, he's got he's laying down, but no. This is not yeah. his first time using these weapons, though. They what have you seen? Like you just can't. Just clearly, using he has, an, he has at least twenty bodies. I mean, he's using an AK forty seven right. isn't like a second nature. You have to know someone has to teach you to do uh, that. Yeah, like, that's so. We know, but we're not even going to do that. All right, can 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 we get to Cassie? All right, what's what's your cash app, fam? Yes. <laughs> go ahead, get, go ahead, give me. I want you to hold your phone to the microphone. Uh-huh. For when the cash app come through, so that my way notifications you can't, are not on. You can I, I need you to turn the notifications on because I, I don't want, you want my no phone to make future, noise. Yes, I want people to know I don't that know I'm if paying I can make you my phone make noise. your cash app money because I was absolutely wrong and I, like I have dead wrong. I have something to say about this. Like though. I don't know why you thought that. No, I have something to say about this that like that really is making me go on not like Sam Levinson even more. I'm not saying I don't like him. I just don't understand some of his creative choices. Maybe it'll come through. I don't he know. He needs help, bro. No. Not like mental help. I mean, we all need mental help. He needs but help with the show. He needs help writing this show. Oh, he's, he's help writing. He's show. getting okay. in a Tyler Perry conundrum, it seems. Yeah. Okay. The well, acrimony problem. Is your is your are your notifications on? They are. Okay. And my phone is set to do that thing where it makes noise. Okay. It has not been that way in a very long time. So I'm labeling this Euphoria Bet. I don't know what's gonna happen. Twenty bucks. Uh huh. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate you. It is. It, I'm putting in my PIN number as we speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to hold that to, that, That's, I don't to know the if microphone. I'm going to make the noise for real. Huh? Is, all right. I don't know. D- it didn't make a noise. No, nothing did, came did you yet. get? Did you get confirmation Let's that your twenty dollars came through? There we go. There we go. heard the noise. Okay. Thank I you. Paid in full. Thank there you. it is. All right. Listen. It was a missed opportunity. Okay. You know what? Treasy, Cassie was, was supposed to Treasy, go that, full carry. That was on such the a dramatic thing. Even if the show was well written, that was such a dramatic right. thing to say. Let me exp- let me explain. See, it wasn't dramatic. It, it was a missed opportunity. Her killing someone? No. And and here's what it could have been. Here's He's what it could have been. He's about to yell. I'm in. Shut up. I'm, <laughs> here's what it could have been. <laughs> you I didn't see that coming. You, you, you have an <laughs> adverse reaction. She got okay. Same thing. Everything you got on stage. Let's take the girl that you pulled off the pony. She kills the girl on stage? No, no. By accident, though, because we're talking about props. We're talking about a lot of heavy props. You pull the girl off the pony, right? And then maybe some Final Destination shit. The pony, the pony uh, fucking pole drops on one of like the loose, the, one of the things that uh, Lexi was hiding behind. It hits that, it knocks it over, it falls on somebody, they're dead. You saying that means that we live in a world where we're accepting that Final Destination was also w- well written? Yeah, well, and I don't know that I live in that no, world. No, I'm not living. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this. Okay, they, she was all right. The whole climax about Carrie was the girl was humiliated at prom. They dropped period blood on her. She used the superpowers that she had been subduing the entire movie in order to cause havoc and start a fire in the prom and kill pretty much everybody in the prom she didn't like just kill people she did things and then people died as a repercussion to those things okay so she basically set fire to the to the auditorium and it killed people now a fantasy mm -hmm. horror Mm -hmm. fine clearly this is a fantasy show that doesn't tie up any loose ends right (laughs) okay so this girl was humiliated 
Her man was humiliated in front of everybody. She was humiliated in front of everybody. She stood into the fucking uh, glass little partition and breathed like a bull all over it. She was clearly steaming hot. She was coming in emotions high. Yeah. Something could have happened. Somebody could have died by accident. Cassie, Carrie. Okay, there's that correlation. Two R's, two S's. That's the only difference between the name. Let me take it one step further. Six, did I not text you one of the songs, one of the songs in the soundtrack of Carrie? Mm-hmm. What was the name of that song that I texted you that I was in the soundtrack? Of, hold on. No. It was tied. Hold on. I'm going to find it because it, it was tied, tied to something. to the fucking show. What See, was it? Hold here's on. my thing, hold JB, on. is that there oh, are coincidences. Ashtray, the name of the, of the song in Carrie was Ashtray. All these coincidences and no connections. But again, the acrimony fall. But, but he was. She wasn't gonna kill anybody. Yeah, I, I, she wasn't gonna kill. There's not good enough. There is not an iteration of this show where she killed someone. Well, I won't say he's not good enough. He know, hasn't man. shown that this season that he was willing to. He wasn't willing to up anything. I thought Even the Cassie's biggest character up was like Cal. Like what happened with Cal? That was the biggest up that I saw. Like okay, he's willing to take it there. Cal. Yeah. I mean, with his character progression and what we saw happen, I couldn't really say any other time that he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to level it up." Here. Right. I feel like that would have been a really big statement. I can't think of another statement other than the actual incident with Cassie and and Nate at the beginning of the season. But I think you got okay. I think there's a there's a distinction between what I'm saying and I think what you guys are interpreting it. I'm not saying Cassie comes in and slits somebody's throat and kills them. I'm saying that like she does something out of emotion and someone dies. Okay, Maddie chased Cassie out of the auditorium and smashed her head up against a brick wall. People have died for less. Right, 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 right. right, Cassie could have died there. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying yeah. is that Cassie, Cassie doing something in an emotion, in an emotional tirade because her and her, the man that she, they made it a point to say the episode before, I ruined my entire life for you. Right. right. So you built up the, you built up the tension of how big this is that like this man means to you. And then he's humiliated and basically tells you to go fuck yourself and pack up your shit and leave my house. You think there's not an emotional current to that that could potentially lead in somebody being killed? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just not rolling. I'm not rolling with him doing it this season. If you had told me season one, mm-hmm. I would have said absolutely. Okay. Um, but I think that goes to what Six has said about just the absence of that same darkness. Right. Um, in reality of the content of what's happening. I don't think they would ever do that with this. I mean, we we saw Astra die, and I just don't even know if I even felt that as much as I should. It, it, it just it, didn't it, feel yeah. that much. So Fine, for Astra's me, gone. I would say for, for that to happen, I don't think that I've ever felt like he was, when I say willing to go there, even if it wasn't like a direct, hey, I'm going to kill you, Maddie, and I'm going to slit your wrist. Even if it was like an accidental thing where she grabbed the knife and then she was running and then she turned around and Maddie ran into it or just something like accidental where right. you die. Uh, I don't see him forming or writing the scene. Okay. Especially at the school play. All right. So let me ask y'all a simple question. So at no point when Nate had that gun to his head over top of Maddie, 
did you think that he was he, he might accidentally kill himself playing Russian roulette over top of her? You didn't think that? No. Six, did you think that? I thought the gun would go off. I think he was going to get hurt. Maybe the wall. I, I don't know. Six. I don't know. He had the gun pointed to his head. I, I know, but... <laughs> It could have, you ever, you ever find a weapon and it slips? Yeah, but. Uh, it's he, raining out. But, no, seriously, it's raining. He's sweaty. Like, it slips. Like, that was my thought was he grazed himself if that happens. When I thought about it afterwards, my immediate thought was, of course, right? But thinking through it, that's it's That's what like, I'm talking about. It could have grazed. It could have. So. But Nate, I from his character, that wouldn't. That could happen in Nate's character to me. For me, it was Cassie was this very emotional, dramatic person. All the things you're saying. But there was not a darkness to right. Cassie. They have a term, a specific term for people that get killed under these pretenses. A crime of passion. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, don't, okay. I don't see so, it. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. If you guys are saying that how I'm thinking is completely fucking crazy, I'm not rolling. If you're saying that like the trajectory of the show and how it was written, you can't see them writing it because this was a lot more kiddie playtime than season one. I'm following that. But if you're trying to convince me that a crime of passion doesn't exist in the real world. No, it exists in the real world. Sure. Just not in Cassie and Nate's whatever. I would still say it exists in that. It doesn't exist in season two of Euphoria High School. But but six, my, my only problem with your problem is that in real time, you thought Nate could kill himself over top of Shorty. But it's Nate. I don't know what that means. Nate's fucking, Nate is a dark character to me. Mm. Cassie is not dark. Cassie's hysterical, but she's not dark. Right. But I'm not talking about Cassie grabbing something. Okay, dog, we, we're acting like the mother didn't say hide the knives. We're we're acting like they we're acting I, like they didn't I point hear you. us in I this direction. I just don't agree with you. I hear you. I no, don't no, no. agree with you. It's cool that you don't agree with me, but the reasoning that you don't agree with me is wild. Okay, it's very wild. You you've had some wild moments on this show. All right, tip for Ted. I got you. Like, All right, so let's move past it. Let's like I don't, I, I, I don't I don't have think... any more argument for you. Like no, I just don't agree. Like we can go All back. Right. I just don't agree. It's cool that you don't agree. Frame but frame of uh, mind matters too, though. I think. Right. Right. I think that because of how you felt about even prior to us getting here, mm-hmm. just the season in itself, I think that can cause any like viewer to watch differently. After I want to say episode maybe five or five, I stopped watching maybe the way that you were watching. Okay. I started trying to accept it and frame it the way maybe that it was trying to be framed. So I stopped thinking that they would even take it that far and started watching it like it was Bel Air or like it was 13 Reasons Why. Wow. And as a okay. result, some of the things I can appreciate, I can still say, hey, that that kind of is stupid um, or that's a plot hole, but it did make it a little bit more bearable. But it, I can tell you that it absolutely changed me and my, I guess, perspective on watching it because I'm coming into it saying, Okay, this is kind of a teeny bopper show now. Yeah. So I have to take it for a teeny bopper show that is giving us a lot of adult content. Mm. But at the end of the day, I think they're garnishing what they're trying to garnish, which is the popularity of this age group. So I didn't think that he would ever take it to Cassie Killing because that's just not where they're at with it. It and, wasn't because it doesn't yeah. make sense. And no, and I don't know Her that. Her character could do it. I don't know that I thought about that the way yeah. that you did consciously, but also. 
when her mom says hi the knives, I think that her mom just being it, that was a funny scene. Like that wasn't it yeah. was it was comical, right? So that happens, and then we see her with a fucking wide opener. Yeah, of course it's funny, but I mean that's what I'm saying. So for me, it's not. I didn't. That didn't mean anything to me. It was like, oh, she's super sad over this little boy. Like her mom said hi the knives because her mother is also super well, fucking dramatic, and well, now her sister squatting in the bushes, and she took a cork a corkscrew, which are extremely fucking blunt to her right. wrist, like. I mean, what her mother, but see, like... She's a crier. If you told me she going to scrub her skin off, if you told me she would hurt herself even, if she was going to go home and and try to harm herself, right. maybe I roll with that. Maybe I can see that escalation. But even an accidental death of someone else, I can't see them putting that on her character. Dog, her character went and obstructed her sister's play and pulled and that would girl never happen, bro. Horse. And I'm also a problem with that because that's not happening. So uh, this is all I'm saying, fam. If if, like, if 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 the argument is that like the writing is suspect because th- just the argument doesn't it doesn't go for me. So if I'm Sam Levinson, oh, Cass's character doesn't kill this, but yeah, absolutely, Ashtray has a shootout with the ATF, like that. Uh, that's insane. Yeah. So if we're saying that the writing is the most inconsistent shit of all time, yeah. then yo, then y'all got a team member here. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, but uh, I'm basing it off of the how they've written in Cassie. I don't see Cassie the character. Crimes of Passion exist, sure. Yeah. Is there a world where in a different show that was written differently and better where Cassie was projected to be even an accidental murderer? Yeah. Sure. But Cassie, as she is written right now, no, I'm never gonna roll with that. I think I think this comes up in the writer's room and I think they say, you know what? We need Cassie ever present for season three. We don't want to put her in prison. And so therefore she's not gonna, you know, I, I don't because the, the, the worst decisions were made. Right. Worst decisions were made that made absolutely no fucking s- Ashtray had a shootout with 12 by niggas by himself, by himself. with 12 with, people that came with Fez for on the two ground niggas, in front of him and he only got one shot for two for two people for who no sell reason. pills mm-hmm. yeah, for no reason. It wasn't like they came in in the raid and they were caught by surprise. No, he planned to have a shootout with the police. Well, well, to my understanding and the way that went. Again, I saw a conversation about it on on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. People were saying the conversation that Fez had with Ashtray, I'm going to take the rap for this. They're going to come inside now because he's not talking anymore. And I'm going to go away, right? Because I'm going to get more time. You're a kid. We're going to make it go away. I did this, not you. Mm-hmm. Just go. Ashtray's only ever known life with Fez. Mm. Ashtray is still a child. Right. Like if we're, again, accepting the reality of the show for what it is, mm-hmm. does Ashtray want to live in a life where Fez is in jail and he has no one? His grandmother's in there damn near dead. Not even his real grandmother. The only family he's ever known, his irrational and brash decision is now. Fez right. And mm-hmm. Fez said, I'm going to go to jail for you yeah. because you're my little brother and I love you and right. I want you to be safe and OK. But what does safe and OK mean without Fez to Ashtray? Right. So in reality, that decision was this boy's about to train for the Olympics and yes. be on an Umbrella yes. Academy. So, so we just have to find a way to get yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So you see what I'm but saying? But if we're making, but again, it's if we're going to try and make sense of yeah. it, yeah, yeah, it's a the conversation that we can have about it, again, if that's their point, yeah. to make us have conversations is, does Ashtray want to feel abandoned? Right. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll roll with it. Um, yeah, man. Um I don't know, man. The the 
Cassie and Maddie was anticlimactic. Fam, I like the most exciting part of that was her homegirl yelling, "Beat her ass!" Yeah, she fucked your man, beat her ass. Or, 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 or when Maddie said, "Oh, this bitch needs to be put down," like, like, I was and taking off her shoes while she was. But my to, thing is, why? That's not how that happens. And I get we have to live in the show that's written, right? Yeah. But that's not how that. Happens. Even the idea that what set Maddie Maddie off was her fighting another somebody else on the step. This is just weird. So not the scene or not like the conversation where she says, oh, she took her boyfriend, but the fact that she was fighting somebody else made Maddie run on screen. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how you get there as a writer. Um, And I've never Mm. written a plot. I've, um, you know, in terms of like a script or anything like that, Mm -hmm. English and education, double major. But I've never written... Um, a script, but just in terms of like novels, and I know y'all were talking about um, inciting incidents and climaxes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things still do fit, right? And even when you make an essay, you have like your assertion mm-hmm. um, and whatever your point is, then you have your evidence of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sprinkle in like the commentary. So if I think about the show, like the the narration, which we can't, she's an untrustworthy narrator. Uh, yeah. Rue, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Um, and so you have that and that's, you can sprinkle that in for commentary and you have like whatever assertions, if you wanted to say like, those are the actual incidents, but like the evidence of this, the show, mm-hmm. it lacks like, I'd say 90% of maybe 80% of like why Yeah. Um, in this season. It's like, why? So how, how do you, make that like how do you get there yeah. and writing that into the script to say that's when or this is how she's gonna she has a cut on her foot from this whole thing like they should have melee bruises and yeah stuff going on. they were rolling it's around really, on a I you ever been strange. on a theater stage it's strange i They're mean like, her, her nose is a little bit bloody cassie's it was her hair's a little tore up yeah. you know well, maddie she slammed her head into her a foot. wall you, your face should be bruised, and you are lily white. And she slammed your head into a wall. Fam, there's just there's just so many. There's no grit, bruises, nothing. Like, like it, you know, just a couple of theories, man. Either there's a whole nother version of this season that exists on paper, that they even possibly might have shot some, you know, and maybe you know, pandemic came around, you know, niggas wasn't having contact with the real world, and then they just started getting in their own head about what needs to be done. Niggas be accepting shrooms is okay to do now. That's what's happening. Theory theory number two. Maybe Sam relapsed while he was writing this motherfucker. This is like Alice in Wonderland. You know what I'm saying? Like I like you know, something happened. Some there's a disconnect somewhere. That was ugly. You know what I mean? There's a disconnect somewhere here. And to me it's just clear that like it was obviously more clear to you. A lot sooner than it was to me. Only JD. because I appreciated, like I said, that that first season for what it did. I was really blown away by that first season. That first season, I, I had amazing. nothing but great things to say. Yeah. About how they handled not just the content, but again the dialogue to me, mm-hmm. um, and the way that it was written. Yeah. Um, where it was interchangeable. If you said, "Hey, what's the best part about this show?" One person might say, hey, man, the way that they do that cinematography, cinematography and, right. you know, the way that they put in the euphoric 
sides of just of drug use, mm. right? But then the duality of when she's on a downer, um, how that looks, and we got to not just see it on screen and get the incident of her fussing, but we also got the narration of, hey, these are all the emotions that I'm actually experiencing, and these are images of how it feels. Right. Um, and let me talk about it too. Right. Let me show you the conversations that I'm having with my mom or how I'm yelling at Fez, what I'm saying, hey, this is your fault. Um, and then let me call Ali and have those conversations. There's depth there. Mm. This season feels more like a person trying to use big words, but mm. never really saying anything. Yeah, that's it's me. like you can <laughs> That's me all day. Like you can I you can, can talk all day, but that doesn't mean that right you're communicating. It's not effective communication. Right. You're just saying a lot of words. And so that's just what it felt like. Like, hey guys, we're here and we're so we're so quirky and we're so like against the grain. Yeah. We can show like dicks on TV. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Like right. what are we doing? The razzle dazzle took up what the show should have done. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. And, and 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 maybe that's a testament to you know, maybe this pretentious. Maybe it's very arrogant of him to think that like, yo, I've established myself as such a such a uh powerhouse creative. That I can really present nothing and niggas will go Malcolm crazy over it. Malcolm and Marie oh, at least had, had I'm talking no, no, I mean the conversation we had surrounding that. Oh, right. Not right, the movie right, itself, right, right, but the right. conversation we had right. about him writing about himself. Right, right, yeah. right. Facts. So he's so this nigga's consistent. He's consistently very arrogant. <laughs> but to his I guess to I'll cut Tyler him Perry the syndrome. Slack and and give him some bail to say that. You know, if I compare it to like music, right? And if somebody says, yo, this person has fell off. I saw somebody say like Chance the Rapper fell off uh -huh. or whoever. Um, and then somebody else retweeted his stats for last year. Uh -huh. And he had streamed so much. He had sold so much. He had grossed mm -hmm. all of this. Right. And they were like- Which one matters? Yeah, yeah, you might feel like he fell off or you feel like he didn't succeed in the way that you wanted him to, but maybe he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And so I look at that when I ask you guys like about was this show successful, it's kind of, it makes me, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know if he was really trying and he failed or if no, he I, wrote what he- Knew would get he, attention. Yeah. He, and was like, I don't care about that. He, I'm the most tweeted show. Listen, right. He's clearly a person that moves at the beat of his own drum. I think he made the exact show he wanted to make. So so in that, yes, he was absolutely successful. Mad people watched it. Mad people was going to tune in for... Plenty of people are going to tune in for season three. Even me talking shit. Uh -huh. I'm, we'll be here in two years. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, yeah right. I'm so was it a success? A thousand percent. Um, I mean, Kodak started making a discontinued film again. Because he wanted to use it. Like. See that, but that's that. See, this is my problem with this nigga, right? <laughs> no, no, this is my problem with him. Because in reality, if we just want to be real about it, the thing that made us call this show genius was the cinematography. That's the thing that made it stand out, right? Like the conversation that they're having. They're they're not the okay, Jay. You're making a face. JB making a face. I'm listening. The cinematography and the presentation of the show was, in the conversations I was having, a thousand percent the appeal of this show. Like the, like, the, like even when you're talking about like the dialogue and all of that, 
is cool. Your it's lens is cool. also from a filmmaker on the recording side. It is, but I'm I'm just gonna keep it a a band. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The, the the dialogue is not all of that, bro. It's really not. It, it pales in comparison to things like um, it pales in comparison to shit like Breaking Bad, bro. It pales in comparison to things like The Wire. It pales in like it doesn't hold up. But the, it's teenagers doing a thing, right? White teenagers do anything. Right. The cinematography was real in the and then the acting. Acting and one. Yeah, two sure. things. Two things that are more out of his hands than in his hands. I guess my response to that though is the acting didn't change. The acting is still amazing. Amazing. And the cinematography, I might be willing let me think about what no, i'm saying it's amazing i'm saying in terms of between comparison one to season two some of the shit that they did in this season just the tools is they use. fucking yeah. insane I, I was gonna say i was i think it might be better uh, visually i'm not mad at you I so will. if i think well if those are the the key components in in your argument of uh-huh. like hey what's making this pop for us those things if not better, I think I might even say that the acting in this season might have been better because I feel like the acting carried. The, yeah, they upped it. So what am I missing then? If that were the case, then this season it, we missing the would story. be better. Right. We, we, we're missing the substance. And that is the one thing that is 100% in that nigga's hand. But when you call so you don't think that that is the dialogue. You think that that is moved just by storyline? Because I don't. I think that they have to. When you say the the uh, they get the acting, and uh-huh. you say that they get the cinematography, but we're missing the story. Mm-hmm. How are you carrying that out? Like, are you saying that the vehicle just of the plot being moved is the only thing that's missing? Because I think that that comes from the conversations and the content that the characters are providing, and not just somebody getting stabbed in the neck, mm-hmm. and not just somebody fighting. But them being able to talk and speak towards that, and it doesn't have to be mm. I stabbed him because of right. it's. Um, I remember even just the conversations that Rue would have with Jules mm-hmm. um, when we knew that Ru, that Rue liked Jules, mm-hmm. but Jules didn't know yet. And obviously, the the actual plot was, hey, there's some unrequited like love that she's not going to be able to feel because the whole time she's taking nudes for Nate and she's making Rue take those nudes. And that's an action, but just the conversations that Rue then has to have in that very moment, mm-hmm. that's what I mean in she terms has of the them. dialogue, yeah. is that she's having, we're watching her process, the fact that, man, I kind of like this girl. Um, I've seen... And we've watched it progress, but I have to now talk to her and be friendly with her mm-hmm. and have these type of conversations where we're we're very transparent and we're honest with each other. But she's honest with me in a way that she can be open with me because we're friends, mm-hmm. but I'm honest in a way that I'm I'm really in love with her. Okay. That to me is a piece that we just don't get I, in season two. I think what happens is people it. who have enjoyed season one and been a part of it have become used to that. And Sam Levinson taught you that that's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're having it for yourself. 
So that's how a lot of people end up projecting onto the show is the conversations like that that are missing mm -hmm. because Sam Levinson has taught you this is supposed to happen here. Mm. You're doing it for yourself. So for me, it's missing, right? I can't, I don't see it because mm -hmm. I didn't watch all of season one. So I'm like, well, nothing's happening because why didn't y'all talk about this? Where is this at? Why is that here? Right. And you're able to fill in the blanks with stuff because he taught you how. Whether or not you like the conversation is yeah. one thing, but the conversation is happening for you. Uh, maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess all, I, all I'm saying like in a nutshell is my problem. My problem is the dismount, mm -hmm. the resolution, and the plot holes that, the blaring plot holes that exist. Obvious. Season three has to be about season two. These things fall in Sam Levinson's corner, right? Um, the things that I liked about the show are collaborative efforts. So I don't know how much of that I can give to Sam anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all I'm saying. So we're thinking that you you think Sam might be mid. I think Sam might be mid. Ooh. I think Sam. I think Sam. So you might think it's a success? Mid. Okay, I see where you're tying yeah, it in. You're tying it in because it's success one. because this is his threshold. Yeah, and we're just being exposed exactly to the threshold because we've gotten used to the cinematography. Bingo. We expect it. We expect Zendaya to be Zendaya. Bingo. But now we are focusing more on Sam because everything else we know what we're getting. Yeah. Huh? Everything else did his job, but the story. That's a fact. I think I roll with that. But you, okay. Okay. I'm but that with... would mean that, no, I can't roll with that because I watched season one and I, yes, I was blown away. I thought that this, everything that we talked about mm -hmm. was good. If he just had have matched his contribution mm -hmm. in season one, season two would be good. I don't think it's a situation uh, where. Let me push back. I don't yeah, know. I'll so if you're back. watching it for the first time and there there is beginner's bias, there is first experience bias, all those things and the nostalgia tied to it. Right. So you got Zendaya acting. You got the beautiful cinematography and Sam's high class mid all together at once. Mm -hmm. For the first time, yeah. you got all these things together. I said I like this package. Yeah. Right. Okay. You can get the same pack. It's like getting high. The same package will not get you as high the next time. Uh, it's the same thing, uh, but you need a little more now. You need to build on top of it. Or, or, or even let's put it in. Let's put it in. Let's put it in respect to like albums, right? Because you're music guy, mm -hmm. right? It's the sophomore curse, right? You spend your entire life mm -hmm. cultivating these stories, and you spend everything from. You before you, by the time you put out your first album, right. it's everything leading to that. Yeah, you lived it. For right. Long. The real, the real testament of greatness is: can you perform like this on a constant level? Yeah, but those are two different things. That's what I'm saying. I I feel that, and that's where we've had a conversation of like just about the idea of when things get popular. Uh -huh. Um, you know, people seem to think that I hate just popular things, and I don't. It's he really, stops liking it when it's popular. It's really just the it. idea that sometimes once it gets, for example, uh -huh. gets popular, how it's created, it messes sometimes because you have those expectations and because you're trying to fulfill like, okay, I got to come back with another one. I got to do this instead of just being comfortable in that creative process and giving the best product that you can, making the thing that you want to make. Right. Sometimes those pressures 
produce like just a lackluster uh, product, right? right? But I think that that is different than saying that that original product wasn't that great. It was just because it was new. I don't think that that is the case with this. Yeah. I don't think we looked at it and was like, okay, we like this package. It is the first time that I'm seeing them packaged together. So I'm going to give it a little bit more credit. But in season two, I'm not as, you know, I'm used to it already. So I'm expecting. I don't think that's the case. I think that he just did a poor job this time and a better job in the season one. I think it, that's different than it, a sophomore. I, 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 no, not really. It's the exact definition of a sophomore curse. Is you just can't perform at the same level, period. Right. So I'm saying that the idea of the episode or season no, no. one being uh-huh. really kind of less. You're disagreeing with me, not him. Yeah, I, I like oh, season yeah. one. You're disagreeing okay. with me yeah. and my analogy for it because I suck at analogies. But <laughs> I think that the sophomore curse like that and the disagreement that we always have about you disliking quote unquote popular yeah. things. What he's saying is the the trope about you have your entire life to write your first album. Yes. Right. And then. So you could come with a banger. Right. You're not but, really But that. have you lived yeah. enough life in between one and two? Right. So I think that's the conversation that sometimes you like to have or what he's having about sophomore mm-hmm. curse. What we talk about is artistic integrity. Yeah. Is about are you succumbing to these pressures? Is this the way? Or did you not write a complete story? Because if you've only written one season, I don't know that you should release it. Yeah. You, mm, there should be I'm two or three you. seasons written. Mm, yeah. Right. So to me, that. in my mind, this is not a new season. This is the extension of the first one. Oh, the, oh. I'm just trying to... You I'm, shouldn't I'm, be yeah, writing too. one season. But but in reality, I I think that that is what happens. They 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 re-up in between, for the most part. Some There's some people that write it all out. But my argument to that is always the artistic integrity then. Right. Your story didn't mean that much to you anyway. Um. Because if you're succumbing to the popularity of it and the pressures that in the third, yeah. I, we always have a big thing about... Does the show take care of the characters? Yeah. You can say whatever you want. You can lie about what I said about The Wire all you'd like to. One, I, it's not what I said. Uh, there's me. there's nowhere that I said that. But <laughs> McNulty hands. But what I do love about that show is they took really good care of those characters. Yeah. And the writers of that show did that on purpose. Yeah. So if you are taking care of your characters and your story, it doesn't matter if you're popular. It doesn't matter if everyone's excited about it. Your artistic integrity makes you continue to take care of your character. And that's a great example. And and then on top of that, they didn't write those seasons in advance because they didn't even know they were getting greenlit for more seasons. But I'm sure that, right. But I mean, that feeds into my point. So sure, right, I'll take it. But I think also that the story was there. They had a goal. Like all of each season can stand alone. Yes, but... There was a goal for this story and the goal wasn't lost. It yeah. feels like maybe Sam lost a goal for his story. Right. So so I put all I put all these clues. It's like a, I'm like a detective, right? I take all these clues and all these things that the that all everything that I've ingested from the episodes to the little like peeks into the episodes that come on after the episodes right. to the stories about, you know, him and uh him and the Barbie. big right getting into it on set. See, what that story tells me is that th- there was collaboration involved, but there was still an executive hierarchy, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we know take, Zendaya is a huge part of this. Yeah, she's yeah. a producer. So you take collaboration up to a point, but at the end of the day, the things that are going to see the light of day are your executive effort of like, this is what I want to be seen. So that's what I take from that story. Then I take these things from like, you know, the the behind the, the, behind the scenes 
vignettes that they do and and he explains oh yeah you know uh, uh they we they open up a whole wing of their thing to make this film for us so that tells me oh that you've thought about every aspect of this in in grave detail to the point where you wanted to revive a dead stock film that's how you got here okay. to, yes to okay. give to give uh, to give more context to what this story is so you and your dp collaborated that this was this is the best film stock that is going to be the best accentuation to the story that I've written. So you've thought about this in grave detail, but then you miss all these minor details. See, all of that goes into nigga. You not who you say you are for real. You mm -hmm. capping. You're capping like, like you're not this comprehensive storyteller that you're bragging to us about you being. You're just a, a mid nigga with a budget, bro. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and it's cool. No hard feelings. There's a lot I of mid niggas with you. budgets. Right, but right, but right. most mid niggas with budgets don't present like they're a genius. And that's what you're saying about him. I think I put on the show overall. Right. Um, with the idea like, don't talk like you're like smarter than you are. There it like, is. Like just be just be who you are. Just and we're gonna just are. rock with that. But don't talk about it in a way. Don't present it in a way that it's supposed to be something Genius. that I'm not watching. But how do you think that you're saying that the episode or the season one episodes were more collaborative, and that's why that it came out to be what it was? No, I'm I, no, I'm saying that like I'm saying that I'm saying that he 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 caught lightning in a bottle. I'm saying that the presentation and the newness of these characters. Because he had a blank slate to paint whatever he wanted. And and it worked. I think but now worked. the characters exist and you have to stay true and to you, that. You gotta extend that conversation. And you ran out of gas halfway through the motherfucking travel, nigga. Ooh, let me think. I don't there's a lot of intricacies to season one. I don't I don't know. I don't know if he just wanted to take it a different way, but if if you think about it started with even Nate. feeding into how we hate Nate. Yeah. yeah, and Cassie, you know, just that, the video, mm -hmm. right? And then you think about the idea that using that same motif with, with nudes and jewels, um, taking those nudes for Nate, mm -hmm. right? And then you think about the idea and the parallels um, between how jewels and Nate struggle with like that sexuality thing and i won't say jewel struggles with it but just that dichotomy between them to mm -hmm. say okay this is what we're doing um and juxtapositions that that he did use throughout like the whole season um tying in the fact that cassie and her sexuality just how she was like kind of shown to be like super sexual mm -hmm. right but then her getting pregnant and then being kind of ostracized because uh, McKay ends up getting her pregnant, and that was foreshadowed with uh, her mom kept saying, like, hey, don't I just don't want you to wind up getting pregnant. Don't wind up getting pregnant. And then her having to deal with that and then kind of being ostracized for that same sexuality and hypersexuality throughout. I think that there were a lot of, like, things that he went back to um, and, like, the callbacks and just the idea with, with even how Rue became, like, addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm getting them from her dying father mm -hmm. and stealing those. I think that those are like intricacies that I feel like you have to, it's hard for me to say luck. 
It's hard for me. He just wasn't good at it, right? He could have been a double major in English and education too, right? Like, and just not be good at it. Yeah. Knowing how to do something and knowing how to execute it are not the same. See, like, like I know how to rap. I can't do it. Like, I know how to. I know how to make it sound like I I don't know. It takes a lot to put idea. When I say it, and it was written, and it was collaborative. Let's make that very. Season one was more collaborative. Well, I I I just can't speak for that because I don't know the culture on the set. Like, if it could have been, maybe it was too much collaboration this season. I I don't know where it stands, but all I'm saying is that somebody who puts a lot of thought and effort into all these details wouldn't have given me seven minutes of Elliot singing a song. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, and two can be true. Like, yeah. like, it's okay. Like, see, season one is fucking amazing. I don't want to take that from him. <clears throat> I don't even want to speculate why it's amazing. It's just amazing. All I'm saying is this nigga did not, he did not win the championship here, bro. No. He did he not failed. win the championship. He didn't even go to the playoffs after winning the championship in season one. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, so now. Th- we get to wonder this if you're is, good now then. Th- this, this is. See, we talk about Jordan and niggas like Brady because they consistently do it, right? Yeah. And then there's certain niggas that got a ring, a ring, you know, and cool. They they earned that ring, ring but... you know what I'm saying? But you'll never be Jordan. See, he wants to be Jordan so bad. That's where the they opened up a whole wing. He's telling you he's Jordan. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. telling us he's Jordan, and then you get the game-winning shot, and you airball, nigga. Yeah. yeah. It's you're so not much Jordan, done. and I feel confident in saying, "Nigga, you're not Jordan. You just got a budget." Is that fair? Let yeah, me think. Is fair, that fair as fuck. Would you have said that after the wire? You wouldn't have said that after the wire season two. I like season two. I like season, I like two, season two, of the two as well. In, in afterwards, I like season two packaged together. I do not like. You do no. not like season two after watching season one in real time. You don't. Here's the thing. You don't. No. No. No, no. You're, you're, that is a fair point. That is a fair point. We're not talking about. We're not talking about the extended conversation, because see, it tracks. See, it tracks. You see season in the wire. You see seasons three, four, five. You understand why two is there. What do, I'm gonna tell you what doesn't happen in two that happened in two here. The plot holes. That's all I'm talking about. Right. I'm Season not talking two about out of place in the wire, but it made sense. Yeah, like it, it was a story you could follow. There it is. Yeah. And there was nothing that at the end of the only thing, the reason why niggas didn't like season two is because it's, it didn't focus on the street shit that the first one did, but the story was fine. There was nothing that was left unturned. It, it's it's, it's my speed of television. It, and for the kind I of like shit it, that we right, like, that's kind right. of right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In terms of, on screen what yeah. was happening if you compare it i'm saying when you get season one and all of that stuff that was happening and was also explained then it it wasn't even like a progression it was just abruptly changed yeah different characters was different settings yeah it was, yeah it was abrupt it was i guess again thing. i binged it but for me it wasn't and maybe time makes a difference, but the effortless flow of a uh, uh, who was Idris Elba's character's name? Uh, Stringer Bell. Him kind of being in and out of that with the mayor, such like that. Like I don't maybe that. And again, I had all of it to watch at the same time, so it made sense why it was necessary. Well, the, but the main plot, the people, the main plot that drove season one was not the main plot of season two. Right. No, but it made. People I guess I saw the transition. Right. You see what I'm saying? I saw the transition. It was, we've done this part and now we have to, there's an evolution of selling drugs. We have to clean this shit up somehow. And this is what happens when you try and clean shit up. After though. 
we're saying this post. Yeah, again, I, if again this I binged. I can't. Ninety nine or two, you know, yeah, after the, when the second season comes out and we watch that in real time. I get you. I don't remember a lot of people being like, "Oh no, you were 10. Mind you, I was ten. But say you were ten. I, I, I get you. Real time. So, I was on there. HBO also a real sex came on at uh, Thursday at eleven p.m. So I was, why do you know the time? I was locked in. Real sex was, was that jam. Was Disney HBO on your last or Nick or Nick Jr.? My mom would be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you know the bottom line, man. And, and I'm not trying to defame. Okay, if Sam Levinson is the nigga that he, that I think he is, which is like a very like self absorbed. And this is just what I, because I, I didn't start here. I didn't start here with with my with my appreciation for Lam, Sam Levinson. This is where I am now with the context of Euphoria season one, Malcolm and Marie, and Euphoria season two. Coming into this, Sam Levinson was a genius to me. Coming into this, Sam Levinson was a genius to me. Now, this if Sam Levinson is who I think he is, he needs to hear me loud and clear. Oh. You ain't you ain't who the fuck you think you are, nigga. Uh-oh. Because that's the only way he comes back with a vengeance with three. Because he don't want to, he 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 want to prove Tremaine Johnson wrong. You specifically, specifically. Yeah. Okay. No, if he's the nigga, I think he is, because because somebody who's so self absorbed with specific details of a of how to tell your story, but you don't keep that same energy for the story of your story. See you. See it's the artistry. See, I'm I'm just trying to tell you. I'm a, yeah. uh, like the like the filmmaker community does this kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yo, oh, I'm gonna serve them up with some mad creative shit, and they gonna ooh ooh, they gonna ooh ah mm. That's the film community. That's mm-hmm. that's a certain realm of film community niggas where it's like, oh fuck the people that are watching it. It's about what it's about what I want them to feel. It's about what I want to tell them. You know, and fine. That's not. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying that as soon as you do that, as soon as you do that, it's a different, like you get judged differently now because these, if this doesn't, man, I don't, it's subjective, bro, because somebody else could be sitting, listening to me saying this and saying, yo, you a fucking nigga for talking like this, bro, because I absolutely love the show and and they're right. I think that there's more, that's what Bob, the only reason that led me to feel the way that I feel. And I guess that's a little bit weird. So I won't say the only reason, but a big piece of me saying, yo, this isn't what y'all are saying that it is, mm-hmm. is the approval that I've seen on the internet. There it is. Um, And so I don't even know, while I feel like the savvy people who mm-hmm. watch this show do walk away saying the things we're saying, mm-hmm. I do think we're in the minority and it's a much smaller minority than I would like. Because everywhere else, mm. it's nothing but, oh my God, so heartbroken. Yeah. Can't believe that. People were died. saying they cried on this episode. Oh my God. And there have been episodes where I cried. That's and I was weird. like, why are we all crying why this one? Because there have been episodes that made me cry from the conversations yeah. where the one with her and her mother specifically when she was trying to get clean, right? Stuff like that. But yeah. this one, it's like, I got closest to tears hearing her talk about her dad, but that right. wasn't even a new conversation. We've seen right. that scene three or four times, right. literally right. the exact same scene. Well, well then I, I'm here to tell you season three is going to be worse. Season if, three if, has to be about season two. If people are not pushing back, if, you're right. <laughs> if, 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 the, if people are not pushing back to him, if people on his team are not pushing back to him and saying, yo, you dropped the ball. Season three finna get way worse, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I say this saying it is totally not fair for me 
to just completely make these assumptions and assertions on this man and his art. It's not fair. Oh. I, I shouldn't be doing that. But I but we literally have a podcast, jobs, bro. Come on, man. All that talk. Give me that Twitter rant one time. Bro. No, oh man. Come on, nah, come on, man. bro. I ain't gonna do it. He I likes to pretend do it. those rants oh don't God. exist here. I, I bring them up it. and he acts like they never happen. I ain't gonna do it, man. But he just he just not he just not who he just not who he So it doesn't he scare you that he he fooled you for six episodes? Seven episodes? No, Seven that, and a half? I'm, that doesn't I'm, scare you. Because I'm, you don't I played myself. I played myself. You don't think there could be a lot more of that, though? Because it could I, be. I don't know how he could have won you over in this episode, just because that would have... I don't know how he would have done it, but he did fool you for six to seven hours out of the eight that you gave him. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that... They're, and you're savvy. He got so me. I, he got me. Somebody else watching that just doesn't have that, right? Who might not be into... They don't know anything, whatever. I'm just a casual, I turn the TV on or I stream what I want, and yeah. this is cool. Complex posted it, so I began to watch it. I feel like he gets off what he wants to get off. Yeah, he does, clearly. No, he but clearly if does. this was his one, if this was his dud, that's a good two out of three, though, to have. No, that's a fact. That's like, a fact. Even if, even if we say, yeah, man, this was him trying hard, you would still hang on to the idea that he just might not be that it. Um, I think I think I think for me it's probably more ego talking right now. It's probably more ego talking. Uh, just just in knowing the knowing believing what I believe his personality type is. Okay, it, this is more of a personal attack. Okay, than it is like in reality. Because in reality, if we being real, I don't know if I could pull this off. I I don't know if I can pull off what he pulled off. For for eight episodes, and that, and that's just me being a hundred percent real you about it. Story, you absolutely, you hundred Maybe maybe as, uh, see, I haven't done it in order to compare it. So yeah. really, I'm speaking from a place. I'm speaking from that place that niggas who do it but get Angus mad Cloud about. Cloud is a bad actor. Angus Cloud's definitely not a good actor. Okay. Endearing, endearing personality. I love him. I love. I love him in this role. It was just a callback. I didn't want you to get riled up. Oh, okay, got you're, it. You're already riled up enough. I'm, trying to, I'm actually trying to Zendaya, get y'all to wrap though. this up. Huh? You can go back to the Zendaya though. Look. Greatest of all time. <clears throat> Greatest of all time. It's on the way. I've, Give it twenty years. Then you can't assert that yeah, now. That's a while. Yeah. No. It's it's a, a it's a hot take. It's a hot take because she doesn't have the filmography to back that up. That's why it's a hot take. Do you think not that she could experience. even do the roles to back that up? I know. Oh, so now, mind you, absolutely. I like Spider Man. She's in Spider Man. I like this. I love Malcolm and Marie. Right. I love Malcolm and Marie. Probably won me over more than this. Actually, I would say so because because I do not see Zendaya as a grown woman. Malcolm and Marie tricked me into seeing Zendaya as a grown woman. I'm with you. Well, I guess my my only thing is the same reasons that you say Fez is not that great. Mm -hmm. If we look at Zendaya and we look at these roles, mm. you would have to, to be objective would be to say, well, I can't say that she's that either. Because if you look at these roles and you look at her personality and you listen to, mind you, she doesn't come off like a, uh, a, plug. a crack <gasps> addict. But she is the <coughs> she's moody, uh, shifty, yeah, super, cool girl. Yeah. I'm wearing Chuck Taylors, but I can also wear. You know, she talked to. I just saw her interview about showing up to events and like Vera Wang and like 
fashion stuff because she wanted to get into that. But she was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm fine with wearing my T-shirt and my jeans. And she's the cool girl. She could not be an insecure. She's emo adjacent. She could not be huh? an insecure. She couldn't play. Um, now, nah, I can't say couldn't play. Zendaya, you're awesome. But I don't see her being in, I don't know, give me the the snap your fingers black girl um, role. She couldn't do that. She couldn't do neck rolls. She couldn't do that, bro. Oh, JB. Come on, bro. JB. I think that she's very good with, you've seen Spider-Man. Boy. You've seen no, I haven't actually. Oh, I haven't not actually. into Marvel yeah, at all. Yeah, I haven't. Oh I haven't man, what's wrong with you, bro? I'm, I'm a, He's not I'm a different. Scorsese. Yeah. No, I'm, we I'm talked through it. It's, it's not cinema. It's childhood <laughs> trauma. No, we actually got to the root of it. No, no, it's not childhood like that. Oh, trauma. Like not, yeah, it's yeah. childhood trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I pretty much explained it. It's just yeah. that like there's a certain realm of imagination that is involved with a lot of these productions that I just didn't have as a kid. And 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 by time like I saw the importance of it, it was over intimidating. It was it was it was too the rabbit hole is too deep, and I've already convinced myself that I can't go down it. But kind of like I'm, when we're watching like this stage play that goes on for two hours, and it's like magical stuff happening, and then yeah. other weird stuff. Yeah, like, like, like goblins and ghouls and all that shit. But, it just but gets you can little, get it in for you. So. It's 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 dog. I'm I'm here to t- see see what we're not gonna do is like when I I'm when I be saying, vulnerable. I'm sorry, you, my bad, bro. It's you, a, it's you a, cut no, no, my nuts no, no, I need you to finish your statement. Just yes. for me personally, about no, 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 no. The statement you were saying about how we're not gonna do this when I'm being vulnerable. Something just finish that statement for me personally. Oh yeah, you're not gonna cut my nuts out after I'm being after I've shown you them and Got it. vulnerable my nuts. Because I do that to you. No, 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 no. You don't. Oh okay. <laughs> you God? don't. Oh okay, okay. Got it. Got it. You show your hand. That's like, yeah, that's that's, that's uh, like, wow. You show your hand. Niggas have habits. Oh, <laughs> oh. so so uh, I think I think I'm gonna be honest. You guys in the day are fucked up. Um, I you think can see Zendaya insecure, really. I can see I can see Zendaya playing uh, a band of seals role better than Amanda Seals for sure, for sure. I don't really. That's a based on I don't based think Amanda on Seals is doing Amanda Seals really well. So. Yeah, Give she's doing she's doing a horrible job. But but I'm just giving you a role that exists in Insecure that I think that she could have done. Now now the limitations. See, there's physical limitations to things. Like you see her next to a bunch of other grown women, she doesn't look like a grown woman no more. See, Malcolm and Marie work because she's the only woman in the on the on the screen. They made her look like a crackhead here. Uh, yeah, but it's like she looks she she has the embodiment, like she has the physical appearance of could a she, teenage girl. Could she have been in two can play that game? I don't professional, black no. professional black women. Professional black women together. No. Come like, on, don't 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 cut it. I, could she I can't have, wait till could she it. have been a sister and deliver us from Eva? Yes. Yeah, she could have did Megan Good's role. You're not being honest. I'm listen, that's all I'm saying. Let's just give it 20 years. When, when she jumps into one of those roles, we can have one of those conversations. Okay. We can have that I conversation. I won't even do the typecast of like black romantic comedy or like black comedy. I don't see her doing Kerry Washington roles. You guys in day are fucked up. You got Zendaya. She could not be Olivia Pope. Come on. What? Man. Come on, dude. Y'all got Zendaya fucked up, man. And don't, don't get me tr- wrong. I, mean, I am on neither. the president. I mean, who cares? I am on neither end like, of this. On, on neither end. Don't do that, she could, bro. She could <laughs> be amazing. Disrespectful. No, no, no. Now, I want to make it very clear. Right. Zendaya 
is an amazing actress right now. Right. She's amazing. Yeah. But the leap and bound that you took on that, people have asked me yeah. a lot about that specific comment you made in that episode. Yeah. I'm but That's I'm aware I'm aware that it's a lot. Right, but this is this is my gift in life. Okay, I know. You were on Drake in the barbershop. I know. It's bigger than but Drake. I know. It's I bigger know. than Drake. I know. Practice, but <laughs> When we start having conversations, you have we have to also maybe say she can do these great things and roles that are excited for her. But in retrospect, Zendaya could not be Olivia Pope. And I'm she not saying not that makes a her a like bad that. actress. She's an amazing bro. She is an amazing at this though actress. Right now, it is at this. But if mm-hmm. the only type of amazing that you do is like the drug or cool girl but that's why i asked have you seen spider-man because she's right. playing the same type of hippie i don't care I she's go playing rue without rules. drugs right what okay uh, what did she play in malcolm and marie a drug addict yeah uh, a, a did she present as a drug addict a recovering drug addict that's kind of what they talked about okay a presenting current drug addict is plays different than a fully recovered drug the addict. emotional depth you pull from the kind of conversations and the role that you're playing aren't going to be that different just in one of them you're pretending to also be high yeah i think that in her sober conversations in euphoria mm. both season one and two that's just a younger marie i don't like you and know, that's in that's, the universe you've agreed to this conversation where we mm. live in a unit if we're in sam levison's universe that's exactly what's happening right but okay <clears throat> She, what you what you guys are effectively talking about are two different personalities. You're talking about a currently using drug addict, and then and mind you, we're talking about a girl who's never who's probably never done hard drugs of this caliber before. So you're talking about a function a, a current drug addict up against a, a recovered drug addict, and you're trying to tell me that it's the same emotion, just different degrees. But the problem is, is that this character was created out of thin air and it is not zendaya so he's pushing back on you because he thinks angus cloud is really fast he i don't know why he thinks that angus cloud sells drugs no see (laughs) see see you're okay you're going for low-hanging fruit and you're way smarter than this i'm really just taking a jab because we drag this out every time we talk about it and i'm trying to wrap (laughs) you niggas up that's actually (laughs) really what's happening okay i'm trying to very politely tell y'all y'all have been having this conversation for 45 minutes that's fine too that's That's fine too i love you deep but give it 20 years and we can revisit this conversation Um, but, but I, I, listen, JB, the, the, the perspective that you have doused this podcast with. Douse is the right word. Yeah. It it is, it is cow on the rug level. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You completely saturated the rug, my nigga. When they start talking shit, I'm going to tag you. Uh, Please, you know, uh, follow me. I have great more. Jesus. Hit him, hit him with the ads. tweet shit. JB the pilot. I don't tweet that much, but if you go to my likes, it's some really comical and humorous (laughs) things in there that I don't have the guts sometimes to put on my own profile, but you can go. Um, like the other people's stuff. Instagram, I don't post anything, but I'm on the stories though, real heavy. Sometimes I might post a selfie. They look great. I like your style. Yeah. What do y'all think is of Robert Pattinson? Pattinson I as don't an actor. Think of him actually. Batman. Wow, this nigga said <laughs> Batman. I don't think Got of him it. actually. Batman, March fourth. We're tapped in, man. Okay. In. Yeah, but yes, Batman. Yeah. Do you have any frame of reference to him as an actor? Um, I was Team Jacob, so. Twilight. Oh, yeah. He didn't watch that. He's has a no. Emotion. I've seen Twilight. I've really? seen the first Twilight. Yeah. So Twilight, but no. No, I listen. I've seen. I've seen. A, I've seen plenty of Star Wars. 
I'm talking like I've seen movies. I just don't. They just don't stick with me. I've seen plenty of Marvel movies. Okay. I just don't. You're just not invested. I'm just not invested. Okay. Like okay. I. That's I, a different. Like, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge difference. Um, Why you ask? Because the, the, y'all's answers really just gave me all I need to know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson is an amazing fucking actor. He's an amazing fucking actor that has that that really transforms. Have you ever seen Good it's Time? Been almost three hours. No, have you ever seen Good Time? No, good I wish I, I wish this was I wish this podcast was in video so you could see JB's face. But I, just just Robert Pattinson. I watch it. Just, just please, just do me a favor. Go watch everything that Robert Pattinson, or everything? not even everything. Just from, from watch Good Time. Just watch. So Good you time. don't. So just watch. You're doing lighthouse? the opposite of what no. you do for Sam, because you took Sam's two great works, mm-hmm. and then you saw his like mid one and said he might be mid. And then you're taking. There's a different. There's a there's a whole other variable. One good because I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and I'm not saying he's a bad actor. Right. But I've seen him in his stuff, and he doesn't make me say, "Oh, he smoked that." Got it. You just haven't seen enough, and that's fine. All right. There's just a whole different variable to Sam. See, Robert Pattinson doesn't get on. He doesn't get in front of cameras and tell you how good of an actor he is. He smoked Tenet. Yes or no? He smoked that. Um, Tenet just wasn't a good movie. The the the, the yeah. roles were lackluster. Caping. Huh? It's a lot of caping. No, that's just not the. He didn't. He he was probably the strongest thing in Tenet. Yes. So you're upset about the audacity of Sam Levinson, is what it sounds like. Um, I didn't mean to bring this back to Sam. I'm yes, just yeah. trying to hold you accountable and objective. I appreciate but... that. No, I, I totally appreciate that. Yeah, I, I my my problem with Sam is way deeper. My problem with Sam is way deeper. He's pompous. Or he presents as pompous. Or my interpretation of his presentation okay. is pompous. I can roll with that. Yeah. Um. Robert Pattinson, like, see, there's just, it's just I can't, I don't even want to hype it I up. I watch it. I just want you to go watch and it. What is there another point of reference? Because I just gave you three movies that were not. I, I think you. All right, you should watch. Absolutely, she mentioned Lighthouse. Yes, watch Lighthouse. Watch Good Time. Um, I've seen Lighthouse. You think he smoked that? You think that Lighthouse mm. is why I don't think of Robert Pattinson. These movies aren't. That's why I'm not interested. Mm. And they're I, not bad. He, I'm never saying like mm. I walked away saying, "Dude, he sucks." Mm-hmm. I actually, when I saw that he was gonna be Batman, I said, "That's that's cool. I think he, I think he's gonna do well." I'm mm. into superhero movies, and I am not concerned about seeing Batman because mm. he's in it. Like I'm averse almost. Got it. That's no problem. It's listen, all to the good. But I get it. I get why this conversation is going yeah. where it's going now. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I appreciate these conversations. I will be the first to say I'm glad Euphoria is over for season Bust two. And so we don't have to come in here and do this anymore, uh, at least until 2024. And I might be off this train by then. I don't mm. know about you. But if you want to continue six, I'm I'm all for it. Oh, I'm done with Euphoria. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I might be done with that. Leave, Sam, put y'all down. That's crazy. Leave it to the kids. We're saying that now. We also we weren't going to do the show, and here we are. Yeah. Um, are y'all going to get? So this season is a what on the brick? We um, only do these shows by that, but I guess I we know, can. I, I would like. I, this is my only time in the Grams. Oh no, you're coming back. If yeah, only you're for welcome, the you're welcome for the back mob. Any episode. Oh any Jesus! Episode. I was not supposed to do this. Yeah, you're welcome back. You will episode. fill in for okay. me. How's that? You're welcome back. Any episode. <laughs> he will be here every. Every Thursday, you keep playing. Like I mean, I didn't. You know, I wasn't going to take credit for the succession. I don't know who who put that one out there first, but I think that I was the first person in America to watch Succession. 
In America? in America, he believes that truly. Okay. I really do. Hey, no, well, I honestly do. Well, what I, was the other show we I, argued about? Where you thought that was um, the first thing you watched as well? It was along the um the the uh the with Marty Bird in it. Ozark. Oh, Ozark. No, 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 no. The other movie where Left Behind, something like that, where you were like, "Yeah, I'm not watching it anymore." Was it Left Behind? Left Behind. No. That's What's that, it called? With the deer. The deer getting, I don't know if it was Marty Bird, but the deer are getting beat up. The dog is going crazy. He's a cop. Leftovers? Leftovers. Left- oh, yes. oh, that's my Leftovers, shit. Leftovers, yes. No, 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 no. You was the second after me, my nigga, <laughs> for sure. I was the first thing in the world to watch Yellowstone. <laughs> I tried to get into that. Uh, Not just these. I, right. I get it. I, I get it. I get it, man. Uh, well, listen. He'll definitely be back for the mob movie. Uh, when we when we go on the mafia oh, movie yeah, rant, he, that. he will, that. there will be a panel and he will be on it. We needs that. If only yeah. to be contrary. So Absolutely. I'm I'm with that too because sometimes you know I I need somebody to help cut some of this man because I get tired of being a villain. I need somebody. Yeah, to pass I know it you've over been going to. through it, man. Yeah. Sometimes, but you want to be respectful and your father and you all these things. What but is? Yeah. I can take that, man. Yeah, you I appreciate you. Put me on that cross, bro. I appreciate you, man. Hello? Young young backs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, six. I'm want... here every week. Like I don't. Oh, you want him to do it? What? Give the socials? <laughs> no, no. You get the socials. You want your new co-host socials. to do it? Uh-huh. I mean, if he do it, he gonna take. The, he got the job for real. <laughs> yeah, you all right. No, I'm, I'm, go ahead. Man. Keep your job, man. <laughs> Come on, six. What's the... like... <laughs> that was funny. Tell us where to find us. That's man. Tell, up, tell him what to like and subscribe. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> That's fucked up and funny, bro. <laughs> Damn. I have. So hello, yeah, it's all you. Are y'all okay? Yeah, like us. Where, where, where's with the socials? Hit us with the social six on Twitter. We are Grams of Snow on Instagram. We are Grams of Snow Pod. Make sure you fuck with us with Snowfall, man. And uh, I guess until then, talk to you guys Saturday morning. Until then, review your scripts and make sure ain't no fucking holes in it, man. (laughs) (laughs) For real, or at least don't say that you're that good. At very least, bye, friends. Peace. This has been an On Ear Network production.